Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome back to another episode of Wrestling Around. And for the first time ever, we're doing a summer fest. No, it, hey. I think it's like, it's like the fourth time now. Isn't hey, come on, Jeremy. Joe oh, wasn't good. good the first time, was it? So let's move on. Good. We're going back. 20 years to SummerSlam 2000. Before we get into that, joining me is the world-famous Terry Fish. Terry Fish, how are we doing? Very hot on a cold day because I've got the, the central heating is on in my house. I'm sat there. It's a radiator. It's very uncomfortable. And for anybody who's not aware, Terry Fish is the tightest man <laughs> in the world. I'm and I can see he's absolutely seething that he's got the heating on in August. And I'm trying to turn the radiator off and can't actually get it off. You don't know how to turn the radiator right? No, because I'm trying to do it backwards, so I'm not sure which way it's going. I I really, really hope you're turning it up. Yeah, I think I, I think I, I think I have done. That's the problem. We're just going to get halfway to the show. It's just going to melt. It's just <laughs> perish. It's never. Absolutely melting. Uh, right, well, the tape is um, sorts out the heat situation. Joining me as well is Lou. Lou, how are we doing? I've got jeans on. Jeans? <laughs> For the first time. Ever, like whatever. Months. First time <laughs> ever. First time in two months, I've barely left the house. I've been locked down. It's been warm. I've been in shorts since the 7th of June. I timed it. Um, <laughs> and I've actually got my jeans back on again. It's getting cold. Winter is coming. It's August. It's cold. Still, it's, cold. it's not like it's a cold. cold August, though. It's a cold August. It's September tomorrow, though. Yeah, it is. When this comes, I care for September. It's September now. Come on. Yeah, all right, then. It's, I, don't know, I don't know what day it is, any so never mind. <laughs> there you fool. <laughs> Going through what that is. Wednesday, it's always Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Yeah, released on a Wednesday. Did we all enjoy payback? Yes. It's me and the uh, the Twitter homies. Enjoy. Two in a row. They're going to start expecting it every every pay per view, yeah. aren't they? <laughs> well, I don't know when the next one is because, you know, the, the, the advert came, up, yes, came up and said Clash of Champions is 20th of September. And then two minutes later, Michael Cole's telling me it's 27th. So I have no idea. Would you believe? Do you trust Michael Cole? I think I do, yeah. What, rather than Michael Cole? Who's the, who was, who'll be in charge of thing? Is it, um, Kevin Dunn. Kevin Dunn. He'll call him Keith Dunn. Who's Keith Dunn? Keith Dunn. Apparently it's on the 27th of September, so the, the call, the call is right. I got to trust Michael Cole. Michael Cole and Keith Dunn, then there we have it. Yeah. <laughs> You started out the heating situation, Terry Peters. Yeah, I think it's on the. I think it's meant to be off, so it should be cooling down. 
Well, everyone stay tuned for that then. So, SummerSlam 2000. This is the, I say, middle of the Attitude Era. This is, WCW was falling apart at the seams. Oh, <laughs> well, was it? Was yes, it? We'll find, we'll yes, find it was. yes, it was. We'll find out next week, but I think it was. I think it was getting to its creative peak. Oh, it was falling apart at the seams. WWF is clearly just, the 83 weeks is so far in the past, it's unbelievable. Tay Peters, have you seen it before? Oh, have I seen it before? I, I, this was my childhood, this pay-per-view. I had it on VHS and everything. It's bloody lovely. So I've watched I had this and Unforgiven 2000, which coincidentally are straight after the pay-per-views after each other, which I never realised for a number of years. And there you go. So you didn't realise that the stories were like the same feuds and stuff? Well, they're very similar, but I just ex- thought that was because it was the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. Is Unforgiven yeah. no one where Cole comes back? Yeah, yes, we have got that coming up in a few weeks. <laughs> there we go. Lou, have you seen it before? I had indeed, yeah, seen it before. Is it, it was glowing praise like Terry Peters for it? Yeah, I, re- I remember it being good, and then I watched it and it was good, so I was glad to, to see that it was still good. <laughs> no, this is why you listen to wrestling around, but outstanding expert analysis. <laughs> I remember it was good, I watched it, it was good, that was all good. <laughs> yeah, pleased to see that it was good. Yeah, good. Well, right, well, good. next week. Um, <laughs> yeah. You can find me at Lou Mark. I'm on. <laughs> Bell Nation on YouTube. Oh, God, he, lo- he loves it, doesn't he? A bit of self-promotion. Twitch.tv forward slash Bell Nation. Right, watch him get sacked on a Friday night. I got sacked on a sun- Saturday morning this week. <laughs> I can't believe I missed it. All days of the week, Tapeers will get sacked. <laughs> that's, why you, that's why you turn in to see. Right then, if you've got no more funny business, let's get into SummerSlam. 2000. So it was on August 27th at the Raleigh Entertainment and Sports Arena in Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh. 17... Raleigh. Well, that's what Jay Arkip's saying is Raleigh. I'm not, I'm not having that. It's Raleigh. He also, then... says, he also says Glasgow, so can you trust him? Yeah, what's the funny... Um... Moscow. Yeah, they say, they, say, they say Birmingham weird, don't they? Birmingham. 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 <laughs> United Kingdom. Yeah, so... Ingerland. Sorry JR. for our American listeners out there. <laughs> JR, I'm not having it. There's uh, 17,002 people there. So, I mean, what's all that about? <laughs> Interesting facts out rally, North Carolina. Rolling. It is twinned with our hometown of Kingston upon Hull. Is it really? Yeah. No, it's actual fact. Sounds Google like it. You know. Google it. Google it right now. No, I think he's actually true, actually. I'm, yeah, I'm it's a big sign. Sure you one. see a big sign on the road, Ross? Come on. Keep up. Raleigh, yeah, no, it, no, it's actually true. I've got it up in front of me. It's actually right. It is. Free town, Sierra Leone. So we we are basically brothers with Matt and Jeff. Are they from Raleigh? They're from Raleigh, though. From North Carolina. From... Yeah, but that's like tea in no, North Carolina, or Yorkshire, isn't it? It's... No, it's just it's only, it's only, it's only it's all it's there, isn't it? It's uh, North Carolina. I mean, I'm on the Wikipedia page, and I can't bother to that. Just it is there. I'm not shaggy song as well. Shaggy songs. Ooh, North Carolina. That one that saying. It's so. also assisted with Nairobi. Well, what? Oh, hold on. Oh. N- no, Nairobi in Kenya. Yeah, obviously not Nairobi in Hull. No, it's Hull twin with Nairobi on the oh, rally. Oh, rally. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ridiculous. Lou, we've got a new arena. Yep. So you know the score. What can you get to eat at the Rally Entertainment and Sports Arena? I mean, first of all, before you get into that, terrible name. 
We all agreed well, on that. It's, it's called the there. it's called the PNC Arena now. Capacity better. And it's had um, it's been called the RDC Arena since then as well. Yeah. RBC Center, sorry. Rally. I mean, talk about doing what it says on the ten entertainment yeah. spots arena. Go on then, Luke. What's the uh, what's the menu? Ah, uh, what is the menu? What isn't the menu? We got barbecue. We got tacos. We got PDQ, which I don't know what stands for, but it's chicken. And PDQ. right, right, right. There's one raising the sticks. <laughs> Sell sticks. I would just raising oh, the raising the sticks. Raising the sticks. And an altar. Oh, there's a KM sausage stop. Got sausages. You know what? PDQ. PDQ. PDQ stands for people dedicated to quality. People dedicated to quality chicken. Do you know what I thought? You know what? Immediately in my head there when you said raising the steaks, that it was all about raisins. Ah, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why I was right. You. I got obviously steaks, E A K, raisin, raisin, raisin. Raising the steaks. Yeah. But yeah, it's a bloody, it's a bloody carvery on site. Oh, right, lovely. Oh, what, can you? I'm assuming you can't walk down to your seat with a carvery. No, they do. They do like sandwiches out of it. You don't. The car, the sandwiches. Oh, right. You're not getting like a Sunday roast to take to your seat. <laughs> Would that not be great though? Sunday roast it, in the box. It would be great. So Peter lives like a, he's like a three foot margarita, just in your way, and you follow it. <laughs> that is true. It's just been done before. Chipped over a pod gem and fell out. He's trying to leave. Not my fault. Having a great time. How much was that frozen margarita out of interest? I can't remember, but I had two of them. <laughs> That's why you can't remember. <laughs> oh dear. I would say maybe $5, $6. It's got to be more than that. I can't remember. It's got to be more. I'm saying it's got to be nearly double figures. There was one arena. I think it might be Madison Square Garden where I paid $14 for a beer. It's going to be more than five. A standard right, it was five or six dollars. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. It was all good fun anyway. I remember when it came in a little basketball holder I wanted to keep as well, but I think I've lost it somewhere. Yeah. Classic. Same. Classic tape. So what you're saying there, though, is um, the K. Bailey Hutchinson Arena. K. Bailey, not K. Bailey. It's not the, <laughs> the, new... uh, the one on Sky, Sky News, yeah. Bell Nation. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. The Bell Nation Arena. Is that the worst venue in America? Because everywhere I think it else is, seems but, um, to have great food. It is, but also next week's show is from Dallas, Texas. Oh, God, not okay. We'll see, yeah. <laughs> we will Maybe see. it's just Dallas. I love it, you did like the AT&T. I did. There's Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut in the arena. Come on. In the AT&T? Yeah. We got a pizza. And why did I get that rubbish sandwich? <laughs> I don't know, I don't want pizza. I want pizza. I don't think I've ever said I don't want pizza. I want, I want somewhere I, can get, I can't get it at home. <laughs> so That's maybe that is what I guaranteed all you all said, yeah. Right then, SummerSlam 2000. We start with what is perhaps the weirdest opening video package ever. Yeah? I heard every second of it. You know who's in the chair, don't you? Who's in the chair? Classy Freddy Blassie. Is that who it is? It is. Oh, who, was the, who was the man who was climbing out of the TV? No idea. <laughs> so it was basically based around opera, I guess. There was, I can't remember the song, but it was quite a famous opera song in the background. There was a man watching TV. Someone climbed out of the TV. His wife was there, I think. <laughs> yeah, <Some> knitting. Woman, <laughs> some woman was about. He, he was in a house, which could also have been an underground dungeon. Thoughts, guys? Nah. nah. I hated it as a kid as well. I was trying to work out if it was some sort of like... 
callback to like some sort of horror film that I didn't get or something. But I don't know. I did think something similar. Is it something popular at the time? But then I felt like it must have been a parody or something. But then the king later on said, "There we have it. We've got some opera." Yeah. So I'm not that vexed on opera, so I don't know if it's um maybe it is a famous scene from an opera. I think it was Luciano's Four Seasons. Why, why was a man crawling up the TV though? It was like happy, sad as well, wasn't it? The winner. It was have, just have a right. It was weird, anyhow. So that's the, the opening video package. Kind of, we normally praise um, WWE or WWF at the time for them, but yeah, just, just weird, wasn't it? Swing miss. Is that what you're saying for this one? That's that's a yeah. Didn't do big, it for me. Big swing. Now, before we get into actual show, how annoying was the sound effects for like the when the SummerSlam logo came on the screen? No problem with it. Ah, oh, it was it was like you know when you first get like got unleashed on PowerPoint as a kid, and that you have everything flying in, and you have different sound effects for every single thing flying in. I'm wearing my yeah. childhood rose tinted spectacles though, and I remember it being good, so I'm saying it's still good now. It was just I'm not a, having your nonsense. It was just annoying knocking. Little, I know, little, I saw King said that, didn't he? Yeah, be the designer. Sure King said I can't even hear it because like bloody typewriter or something. Yeah, be the, you, I can't say I really noticed too much. Too much too. Uh, Annoying as hell. So we've got one who fans it annoying, one who loved it, and one who was just sitting on the fence. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get splinters in my ass, but I just, <laughs> we've got the three faces wrestling around here. Yeah, there we go. Get the three faces of Foley. <laughs> um, so we've got JR and Jerry Lawler on comms. Obviously, it is Attitude here at WWF. No Michael Cole, who just, I find it absolutely hilarious every time he comes on screen in <laughs> early 2000s. We see him, don't we? A bit yeah. later on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He Please. comes on later on. I just found himself on a with his frosted tips. Giant <laughs> live that one down, Michael Cole. Oh man, frosted tips. Speaking of uh, living things down, we've got um, right to censor against Rikishi and Tukuhu, who are accompanied by the hoes. So yeah, I know what you're thinking. Who's one of the hoes? I've got that written down. We'll uh, get there, it's uh, Amanda. She's actually called Mandy. The other hoe. So uh, I don't know if you knew that, but that I was don't know how the hell you know that. <laughs> I can't remember your full name. <laughs> um, so we've got RTC. It was uh, Stephen Richards, the Good Father. That's why the Hoes are on the other team, and Bull Buchanan. Is Bull Buchanan just like wrestling's greatest henchman? He's always that same character, and he just the big muscle. Yeah. He's like the Tyson Tomko before and Tyson Tomko. Yeah, and then he became um, Connor in the Ascension, didn't he? Which is pretty cool. But if you are going to have a henchman, right then, would you have Bull Buchanan, Tyson Tonko, or Luke Gallows? Because I don't care what you say, Luke Gallows does exactly the same thing as these guys. <laughs> uh, I'd have Tonko. Right. Well, they're all fucking useless, are they? Yeah. They all get beat up, but I'd pick Luke Gallows for the banner. <laughs> just, they're just all three six foot six plus bald fellas. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I think Luke Gallows is a bit better than that. Is he, it? Um, is yeah, he? yeah. Just, I know, found him hilarious. Do you know what Bob Buchanan um, also did at Once Upon a Time? Yeah, during the Ascension, the victim. No, and he was the, an enforcer for John Cena when he was known as B Squared. B Squared. He's, he's also um, like the boss man's guy at one point, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Just perennials. Big guy. Until he said next to tag title run with. Versatile. I'm not having that. They look nothing alike. The same guy? Not the same guy. Nothing alike. Same guy. So they're going against Rikishi and Too Cool, who come out with two hoes. Uh, and one of them is uh, Mandy, or Amanda, to use her Sunday name. 
Of Victoria. Yeah, that's the one I knew. Victoria. I didn't know the other one was Mandy. Oh, you know that Mandy? She was the future of the business at the time. Mandy. Sorry, how dare I? Victoria, she would later debut as Victoria. Two years later, 2002. When she Did became you know? the not to mess with. She looked super like not caring about this. Yeah. They were like, oh, we'll give your ass a wiggle, Victoria. She was like, oh, do I have to? That's... She gets proper slammed down by the good father, though, doesn't she, at one yeah. point as well? Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> she's in there. She's like a bump. <laughs> Innuendos then slammed down by the Godfather. It's not a kind of show. She might have done a few months before when he was the Godfather. Obviously, Mandy went along to to become Tori Wilson, which was pretty impressive. (laughs) Outrageous lies. But yeah, Victoria only won the women's title twice. Yeah. She had great music, though, didn't she? She won it in 2004. And then she won it another time as well. Was it 2002? No, she won it in 2002. She won it in 2004. She didn't. She did. She's trying to no way out, see so how far. <laughs> how, how much are you going to put any money on that? Yeah, about £10 on it. Oh God, I don't want Queen Victoria. Ten English pounds. Ten English pounds. Oh, he said. She won it in Survivor Series 2002. <laughs> but, uh, she, yeah, she then won it again. Yeah. No way out, see so far. She won, wrong. Raw, she won it in Raw 2004. Oh, I was close though, when it was near No Way Out, wasn't it? <laughs> no, no, no. It, no, it, was, it was February. Yeah, no way out. It's in February, is it not? Yeah, but it's not February, is it? It's not no way out, is it? It's wrong. No, it's the same thing. I, I was crossing that. No, so. no, I'm in that. No, I said 2004. And over uh, 10 British pounds. No, I was one. To, to, to every listener. Uh, uh, and, and co-host. That won't cost me much. But yeah. Um... <laughs> no, was she even on the card? Victoria? No yeah. way out. I'm sure she won it in the first place. She's not even on it. Yeah, but she won it in 2004, which is my point. So. <laughs> no, 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 that wasn't your point. You said, no way out in 2004. I said, are you confident with that? And you said, yes, 10 English pounds. It's close enough. Toss of shit, aren't you? Yeah, that was rubbish, Lou. Well, no, she won it like the... She, why you, hang on. No, let's just go... Let's look at it again. <laughs> no, no way out in 2004 was the 15th of February. Yeah, she won the title. <laughs> she was the title 23rd of February. Oh, yeah, he's dead wrong. He's dead wrong. I was eight days out. Yeah, well, eight days out between friends is £10 each. No, it's yep. not. <laughs> so you owe everyone, everyone £10. No. Right, enough about Victoria. She's just been a whore, yeah. Um, ah. Oh! <laughs> right to centre. Um, so, well, the match is, it only goes four minutes. It's pretty basic three on three match. Right to Sensei get beat down, they then reverse it. One or two cool. Grandmaster Sexy gets beat down in the corner. At one point, Goodfather does beat down the hose, and he's quite aggressive. Oh, <laughs> he sits those hose right down, doesn't he? There's a, there's a hot tag to Rikishi. He obviously comes in and cleans house. Um, Stevie Richards tries to leave. Victoria chucks him back in. Um, at some point, Scott, so what he is uh, tagged in. He's halfway through the web. Bloody Stephen Richards ruins it with a Stevie kick. And he wins via pinfall. Four minutes. Thoughts on the match, Lou? Rikishi was like super over, wasn't he? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was and nice then... to see. Do you know what it was nice to see that Rikishi was super over and he was in the opening match? The fans were just pleased to see him there. Like, these days, they'd be like, oh, Rikishi should be like world champion now. Like, the Rock's been shipped down after our It's like, we want Rikishi. Yeah. Rikishi should leave and go to AEW. Well, it's back in the day, they were just like, ah. Oh. Rikishi, he's over, he's having a good time, everyone enjoys favorite, it. Favourite wrestlers on the card, yeah, that's for a little match, that's, isn't it? That's the end of it. And he, well, he did go in the main event later in the year, and he was rubbish, wasn't he? But <laughs> the point is, 
Then he went back to doing what he was doing before. He and never loved him again. And he had a lovely time. But it was weird to see right centre this early on, wasn't it? Without um, Val Venus and Ivory. Uh, Val Venus isn't far away. I imagine Val Venus, like the events of this paper, you led him to join in. I was going to say, a small spoiler alert, that at Unforgiven 2000, he is part of Right to Censor. Yeah. I, you know, I, I figured that like his storyline later on was very similar to this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure the events that led up to it, but he's not far off. Could have chucked bloody Perry Saturn in there as well. And then Ivory 2000, Royal Rumble 2001 is a part of him at that point, so she can't be too far away from it either way. It went on that long. Yeah, ages. Yeah, well, it it was ages. Yeah. Oh yeah, to get the was at one point, didn't they? June. They went on for 11 months, July 2000 to June 2001. Yeah, they had that match where um, the cat got um, kidnapped by him. Yeah, and she ended up getting sacked, so nobody knew what happened. That's when King left. No way out. 2001. No way out. 2004, was it? You put money 2001. on it. 2001. 2001. You, you put money on it. No way out. 2001. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 10, 10 English pounds. <laughs> you have no money at the end of this, do you? No way out. Uh, 2001. What are you saying? There was Cherry Lawler and Stephen Richards, I think. Yeah, he's right there. He's right. There we go. Right, we're even now. So that's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody needs to change, change hands. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Richards, I really defeated Jerry Lawler with a cat. Yeah, and then she got released, and then. The king quit. Yeah. Interestingly, um, Rikishi was in the, the dark match on Sunday Heat against, Matt, Hard- against Matt Hardy. Can we all appreciate everyone uh, doing their own version of like a stink face slap as well on their ass cheeks when Scotty Tuhotty also ruffles his hair? That's that's a standard two couple, but. It's great. No, but I mean, when they're slapping the things, then he just uh, messes about with his hair as well. Great stuff. It's what you love to see. So cool. It's supposed to be heels, weren't they? It's supposed to be, it re- out. Supposed to be really annoying, weren't they? That was the whole yeah. point. Everyone started loving them. They were called too much on it at first. Yeah. Because yeah. he was Scott Taylor on it, who we've covered before. Yeah. Too hot Scott Taylor on it. Too sexy. Uh, Brian Christopher. Christopher. Yeah, but the um, theatres enjoy the four minutes. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was all right. Not bad. Although the worm takes too long, doesn't it? So Scotty Too Hot has got entirely himself to blame for that, for pissing about at the start. And the worm. like the worm? No, I'm not saying... No, I like the worm. (laughs) But he's got himself to blame for pissing about, hasn't he? That's why he got kicked in first. He's got to get the crowd involved, hasn't he? Yeah, I know. It's got got knuckle down to be serious. When you look at the worm, it it is a bit shit because it's just an arm dropping it with theatrics before it. It's not actually a good move. Outrageous. Can you believe this? What Toby is saying. Toby's right, isn't he? I'm not saying I'm not a fan of it, it's just a shit move, isn't it? Scott Taylor. Take it seriously. Yeah, is it? At the performance set now, isn't it? Scott Taylor. He was a fireman as well. He's part of NXT now, yeah. Yeah, he was on the, weirdly, he was on the first NXT takeover. Was it? Him and Brian Christopher, yeah. So, but again, I, I think they're against the Ascension. <laughs> it's a bubble cannon again. So yeah, free free of this. Yeah, Big pretty cool. sure it was. Um, what was it called? The first one, NXT Arrival. Yes. Yeah. All right. And, and uh, I'm pretty sure he's the one who taught Otis to the Caterpillar. So, so what what makes it the Caterpillar? Is it just because Otis is a big lad? I think so. I always thought the Caterpillar. But he meant to go backwards, or is that just Mandy Rose doing it wrong? So that's Mandy Rose doing it wrong. Isn't it? I always thought the caterpillar was the same thing, but on your back. I thought it was go backwards. Maybe it is. I've no idea. I've tried it on a night out once in the middle of a dance floor. It didn't go too well. My mate Phil did it once, and it was fantastic. Did he actually do it? He actually did it, yeah. 
if one if, if I could in, like, in, in, on I, I think I don't know like thirty quid to his marathon run to to, nice. to, to, to do it. If I could select a dance move to be able to do, that'd be high up there. You know, just to break out in the middle of a, a dance circle kind of thing. What about you, Piers, if you could pick a dance move? Just anything that has rhythm, because I'm shocking at dancing. It's a crowd pleaser, though, isn't it, the worm? Viennese oh, waltz, yeah. waltz, I think. <laughs> on your own, Would you just make, be able to pick any partner from the crowd? Just, anyone, just, just a yeah. perfect Viennese waltz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like multiple, multiple lifts. <laughs> Yeah, that jumps to where I've got no comment to that. Oh, well, I, I, imagine that. I don't know how you just see me waltzing around the dance <laughs> You've got to have the right music for the Venus waltz, haven't you? It's got to have yeah, the right you, beat. You do anything if, you, if you're good enough. Dubstep. Dubstep Venus waltz. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> and then you get to 25 star reviews, there'll be a video, a three minute video of Lou and Tay Peters doing the three minute uh, Dubstep Venus waltz. Yeah. So there we have it. Our routine only goes like uh, two minutes, 50 seconds at the moment now. So. Yeah, but the last 10 seconds are going to be Tapey is attempting oh, to do the worm. Fair enough. And then fair a enough walk. Yeah. I, think, I think that's fair enough, isn't it? 20 reviews. Let's get there. 20,000 um, reviews. No, yeah. 20. No, 20,000. <laughs> 20 reviews. 20,000. While we're reviewing No Way Out or something. <laughs> we'll have it on then. Fair review where everything happens, No Way Out. Yeah. Speaking of, um, I was going to say speaking of no way out, but I'm not going to link. Next thing, coach. Coach is around. Knee asks Angle. And we haven't discussed Kurt Angle that much on this show. But when he comes, we do. he's a it's massive sexist. He's a sex offender, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and today is no different. So um, I think it was like eight days ago or the previous SmackDown, Kurt Angle uh, kissed a semi unconscious Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> After like weeks of hair declining his advances, <laughs> she she gave didn't she? She gave in towards the end. She looked like she was enjoying it. At le- yeah, at least this time though, there was no mention of raw bestiality sex. <laughs> so <laughs> he's got we- worse. He's got worse as he gets older. What would he be into now? Who knows? <laughs> so Angle refuses to uh, to answer coach. <laughs> coach quite rightly said, you know, what are you think? What were you thinking? Kat? What are you doing? <laughs> Someone needs to call him out with it. Yeah. Thank God Jonathan Coach. Coach is the man to do it. Coach also, you know, doing his bit, warns Stephanie that Angle is in the building in case he tries to do it again. Good lad, any coach. Yeah. Um, Triple H isn't there. Yes. Somehow, though, Angle then sneaks his way into Stephanie's room. So God knows what he's going to do from there. Beefs reality sex. Hopefully not. <laughs> Oh, it's it's Kurt Angle, one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, we've had like two bit of views. <laughs> just a rampant sex fest. <laughs> Ooh, this is this is post Russo. Russo's in WCW. Yeah, Russo's doing great stuff in WCW at this point as well. Yeah. Next week, I don't think we will. Yeah, this is the Michael Colbert with, with his frosted tips. The interview was uh, Shane McMahon, but he's chased off by Steve Blackman. They've obviously got a match coming up later on. And Michael, I don't think that was even cool in two thousands, was it? Michael Cole's attire. Michael Cole's never been cool, has he? Oh, it's like a fine wine, though. It gets better with it, doesn't it? Yeah, should do. Should we, should we call Michael Cool? No. <laughs> cool. That sounds like the uh, male Michelle McCool. <laughs> Michael Cole. <laughs> Michael Cole. He's rich now, though, isn't he? 
Yeah, but he wants to, he's like a little tiny Vince now, isn't he? It's like a modern uh, Andy Peters, isn't he? <laughs> Terry Peters is his famous father. Yeah. <laughs> he's <laughs> also ripped. <laughs> so what's, what's, the, what's the ordeal, Terry Peters? <laughs> Are you not okay. ripped like his father? I'm not, I'm not ripped. I've eaten too much cheese. <laughs> there we have it. Too much cheese. And he's sweating. Oh, just quick update on the temperature in that room, Terry Peters. Hot. Too hot? Have you turned no, the right way? Yeah, it's cooling down now. Cooling down. Maybe open the window, Lyle. No, because no, then you're just chucking money out the window, aren't you? If you <laughs> Again, this is a man who bought used jeans over the internet. There's a wipe my bottom with a five-pound note. <laughs> this is also a man who limited himself to four-minute showers so it didn't cost too much Absolutely. <laughs> his bills. Oh, absolutely ridiculous. Speaking of ridiculous... The next match, we've got Road Dog where's X back, and they're both still in DX. Uh, it was a friendly rivalry, they said at first. Road Dog abandoned X Pack. To be fair, X Pack had put Road Dog through a table, which was a ridiculous bump. There was a that was the worst bump I've ever seen. Because there was a headbutt, then Road Dog did an elbow drop through a table. <laughs> Road Dog turns around and goes, "Oh, where's the table?" Yeah, oh, he looks for it, it, it. moves sideways and then looks. Ah, uh, come on, Road Dog. Well, you said, the match, you said in the third match that um, the crowd were just not happy to see Rikishi. Yeah. Complete opposite in this match, because the crowd could not get less all the way through. Yeah, like I mean, Road Dog's, Dog's entrance got it, yeah. yeah. But then after that, Road Dog's not very good, though, is he? No. That's the issue. No, he's just got... Well, was it Raven who says he's got, like, two moves? That's pretty generous. <laughs> he's got the shit rattle and roll, and then he's yeah. got his little... <laughs> At like elbow, the, it's the worm without doing the worm, isn't it? Yeah, it's not very good, is it? Just wanna, well, no, if they if they still mates, and it's just like, oh, I accidentally put you through a table, you don't really you jump for it. Let's have a match. Who cares? And yeah. why did they go on? This is the second time they tried as well. Jr. even alluded to it in commentary. Nineteen ninety nine had a, the same sort of thing, didn't they? Yeah. Still not as weird as what he did after the match. Yeah, as we're going to the match, um, I mean, not a lot happens. Expert. It's just insufferable. They, they, it only goes four minutes, so they're not with it. x Pack's in the pump handle slam, but he gets out of it with a low blow. And then it's an X-Factor, which is the worst finishing move known to man. Um, he wins via pinfall. After the match, he does a little promo saying, he's the now we've found out he's the better one. They might as well stay as a team. So Rodog gets him with the pump handle slam. Bums him first, though, doesn't he? It was yeah, that's, that was very sound. He does that a lot, doesn't he? So, I never does picked up on it. Unacceptable. Yeah, it's it's, um, it's odd, but the crowd loved it. DX are odd in general, though, weren't they? Some of the, when they, when the, the catchphrases don't make sense when you think about it. No. Like the yeah. main one. Like, suck it. Let's get ready to suck it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what? Who? Everyone. <laughs> Who and what are they sucking? <laughs> it's not a question now, is it? That's an answer I want to find out. <laughs> the, the little if you do know the popsicle. answer. Tweeters that I rest around. <laughs> Who slash what with DX sucking? I do like Road Dog's but they like. They also jerky... tell people, other people to suck it. I do like Road Dog's little jerky knees, though, to be fair, when he does like his little jelly knees thing. They're pretty cool. That's it. Road Dog is like. The He's King... a showman, isn't he? Kingpin of SmackDown now, isn't he? Or has he been removed from that role? He's yeah, on NXT now. Yeah, he's yeah, NXT. Yeah. So, Peters, is this four minutes better than or worse than the last four worse. minutes? A lot worse. Just not very good, is it? This one. It, it's even. I didn't think it was good as a kid. I still don't think it's brilliant now. 
Yeah, it wasn't brilliant, was it? No, it don't make any sense, really. I'm not a fan of these, like you say, little friendly rivalries. Don't I was surprised. See, this see only went four minutes. Yeah. You don't laugh. It went four minutes. It was, I think it was shorter than the first match. Yeah, it was. It was. But it's still not the shortest match on the card. Four minutes, this. Yeah. yeah. This match. Four and a half minutes. Four and a half minutes. I felt it was a quick four minutes. Oh, I thought I thought it went at least thirty-two minutes. It was just too long. <laughs> it was a good three and a half minutes too long. How many stars is uh, old David Meltzer? I haven't actually brought them up, so let's have a look. I imagine about a half a star probably. I'm going to say dud. Going for it. He's <laughs> confident. He's confident. No, I don't, no, I've put money on it because I've not actually checked it in advance this time. So. You should have checked Victoria in advance, didn't you? So he gave the first match one star. This one he gave 0.75. 0.75. Why? Why go into that? Just say your shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, why do you have stars? There's two, ca- there's two matches later on which have got less stars than this. And not Charlotte. Does he use a five-point star? So Charlotte, he should go down in, uh, you know, five. He should split the one into five. So then you can just do a little take the bit of the star out. Because that winds me up, that. No, he literally put asterisks and um, and fractions. Ugh. So if it was like four and a half stars, it'd be four asterisks and then one slash two. So it doesn't. Yeah. All right, how does he do? As he do, so half a star he would do one slash two star. So this would be three three quarters of a star. Just one one slash two. Yeah. Right. So this three. is like so this is three slash four. Three slash four. Yeah. Rubbish, then, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, it's really doesn't make sense. Yeah, outrageous. Yeah, I mean, that does matter, didn't that? When you have stars and they're coloured in and they've got like a half, uh, well, three quarters is the more annoying one because they don't yeah. actually do three quarters of the star. They do three quarters across, but you're covering more than three quarters. No, so the proportions are not quite right for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it would be better if you split well, it. Well, no, in... you should fill it from the bottom, really. That's the best way to do it. Yeah, but they should split, or, or split it into points so you would then say like, oh, that was 4.6 and then you could just take off two, two of the star points on a five-point star. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thank you. Just yeah, uh, I know what you're saying. Little annoying, little that's, annoying that's things. Data representation discussion. Ah, exactly. That's what everyone listens for. Yeah. <laughs> that was for you, that Lou. Yes. <laughs> Cheer you up a bit. Also, I it. the guy Instagram. The guy at the end of this match, the one seen with his Xbox sign, looked like a young, thin, big show. It was. He was there. Is this the point where Big Show got sent back down to developmental? Yeah. No, was a... He was originally meant to face the Undertaker, apparently. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah but he got sent down because he was a big lad, like I said. He's too far, wasn't he? He just didn't care, did he? I don't think he really learned to wrestle, did he, until he was in WWE. WWF. No. WCW, they just put him out as a big lad. He was like Wade Barrett's second theme tune, he just didn't care anymore. <laughs> Wade Barrett. Enough of that. Still upset about the Nexus. <laughs> Right then, um, we go backstage again. A lot of backstage in this one. We've got Eddie Guerrero and China talking. Mamacita. Yeah, they're in another match. China's just bloody rubbish, isn't it? <laughs> and then we go to Val, Venus and Trish. They're also talking. Venus is telling Trish to focus on the match. Because Trish is just bothered about China's centre-fold or something. And then she we have play, it. She's done play-by, aren't she? The strangest... Match stipulation going. We've got Eddie Guerrero and China. There's Val Venus and Trish Stratus in an intergender tag team match for the Intercontinental title. Eddie or China can win the title by pinning either oh. Venus or Trish. 
But I don't think Trish can win it if she pins any of the others. Yeah, keep it up. Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. That, yeah. Um, well, it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense. You know what I mean? My first line in this is, uh, what is King's problem? <laughs> so, there's obviously two women involved. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that could be a line in like any attitude era pay-per-view, really. I don't know if it's this that they've maybe cut out. They're going about trying to be in a centrefold, and JR in the video, I think it's this in the video, goes on about King asks what she's wearing, and JR goes about a staple, and then King goes, Yoo-hoo! Something like that, which is obviously horrific now when you look back at it. It's his commentary throw. Is I think I think it's this. I might be a different put it out from. I don't know if it's this one or the next one. It's one of them. I, be, I, I believe I've heard that. I think it's a different pay per view. Is it? Might, is it? It's either this one. We might even covered it. Put it this way: it's either this or unforgiven because I, I remember it from one of the kids. So. Yeah, it's just. I mean, I think China, it's unforgiven now. Thinking about it, China is the biggest hype job in wrestling. She does. Um, she has like three clotheslines in the full thing, and then just shite DDT. She was a trailblazer. She was a hype job. Should she have been world champion? No. What's she gonna happen if she was? If it's big, it's a pretty big deal. She's not. It's a pretty big deal. Rubbish. Yeah. I think she should have done it. Probably like a world champion. See what happens. Yeah. No, I'm glad they did. Yeah. I mean, Trish probably looks better than you. Trish's been wrestling for about five minutes. China's just... Still it some just shows how much Trish improved yeah, as well. But in KFAB times, Trish was awful, aren't she? Because she kept saying that she can't wrestle in it. So, yeah. yeah. But China, oh, to be fair, it shows that at the end of the match anyway. Yeah. Trish can't wrestle. With the ending, because it was crap. Yeah. Um, I mean, not, it goes seven minutes, but not right what happens. Um, China does a low blow, because she's the... Good guy, but she's doing low blows on, on big old big bow. Yeah, but everyone kicked everyone in the balls. It was the edge of the anti hero, wasn't it? The bowels, yeah. isn't it? The bowels yeah. let's say at this point. Um and then you get to the end of the match, Trish is finally tagged in by Valvinus. China's also tagged in. It's a military press slam. Then she wins, and now China's the Intercontinental Champion. Did you notice Trish was spinning when she was getting pinned as well? She was spinning. She, yeah, so she didn't just stay straight whenever they lifted the leg up. She sort of moved round, like in a little yeah. circle. It was, so instead of being like that, she kept going like that. While yes, does, it, does that matter in wrestling rules? As long as no, it's no, no, I'm just saying. Shows it down, saying it. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm no, saying, I'm just... though. It's just an odd thing to happen, isn't it? I don't really know how it happens when would you that pin be a, someone. Would that a be a more effective pin? A spinfall. Yeah, a spinfall, yeah. Spinfall, yeah, that's the thing. That should be a move, a spinfall. The spinfall. Oh, I don't know. So I just, thought it, odd, again, I just it. thought it was an odd thing to have uh, happened when you're trying to execute a pin. Yeah. But the finish looks Maybe you've got to some of their Peters, and now you can win every wrestling match you've ever been in yeah. if you hit them with a spinfall. The spinfall. To be fair, though, the finish is crap for this anyway, because China goes, uh, Trish goes for the crappy clothesline and misses China by a mile and then bounces off her anyway. I mean, she hits her in the tits and bounces off. Mm. Look, I'm going to say it. The full match was shit. Not very good. What, what, what did they get, Peters? It got two. Two. Two, two stars. Is that because Eddie Guerrero, isn't it? Probably. I don't, I don't mind this. It's a bit storytelling there as well, aren't they, really? It's good storytelling. Yeah. I, I don't mind this as a stipulation because it goes, it goes on about you all the You don't mind this as a stipulation. This is the most stupid looking stipulation. You know? well, as well how can, how can <laughs> China <laughs> win an intercontinental title by pinning Trish Stratus? <laughs> you went to I don't mind it. <laughs> I think this is stupid. <laughs> but they're the, uh. them's the rules. <laughs> This is the rules. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Foley said this, but this is what happens. This is what yeah. happens. Well, this, is tra- this is my Foley. He's no longer employed as GM. <laughs> but as well, there is a bit of storyline because Trish hit commission. China over the head with like a glass jar, didn't she? 
Just, it's just in the VT. You can't have a singles title on the line in a tag team match. Do you know it's the only male? T- it's the only title, male title ever to be won by a woman when pinning another woman. And mm. that right there is why this match is fucking absurd. I gotta admit it. I, I, that's what it, I read on the uh, internet yesterday. Didn't Kelly Kelly win the twenty four seven one by pinning? Yeah, but both both Jack both Jack Lewis, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, both both win this. This is why Chandler won it. Yeah, come on. That's All right, well, yeah. Well, anyone, yeah. anyone can win the female as well. Since Santino Morello won it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Harvey Uppelman won the championship. <laughs> uh, I would yeah. say this is better than the next match, though. Look, look before we get there, Lou, what did you think of this match? I, it's a good story. Like it won't great. It's not a technical classic, is it? But it, the story it's all was good. And if this is foreshadowing. Valvina's trying to write to center, which I think it is, if he's there in the next pay per view. Kind of makes sense because all the way through, he's like, oh, I don't care about Playboy. So he's lost his title. Now he's like, for God's sake, I've lost it because of stupid Playboy. I'm going to join these lads right to center. Storytelling. Makes Good. sense, yeah. What did you think of this stipulation? It made sense to it. It was really. It really <laughs> made sense to me. Well, no, because it's like, I don't know. Like, if Valvina's has been a dick to Foley, right? It's gonna make it harder, like, isn't it? Gonna, uh, do you know, I'm gonna make it hard for you. It's bullshit. It's so different to having it as a, in available in a handicap match because essentially that's what it was. Trish again, was a handicap. Again, that's bullshit. Oh, I can't wait for you to see the main event next week. <laughs> I already know right now it's gonna be absolute <laughs> horseshit. <laughs> oh, it's good. To and know, I'm not gonna right? enjoy it. So no, it's a bit weird when they're um, defending in tag matches like this. It's... But, it's, but it made sense for the story. Like it didn't. It didn't make sense if you look at it logically. But, but wrestling, wrestling doesn't need to be logical. Yeah, wrestling falls down the Irish whip if you're looking at it logically. Just stop. Don't pounce off the ropes and run back. <laughs> what I mean, you need to yeah. you need to suspend your logic there. Yeah, I'm all for suspending logic, but there's a point where you can't suspend anymore. Right. Is it, for you? Yeah. Yeah. That is it. When you can win a title by not even not even pinning. In a tag team match. If it was a fatal forward match, I'd get it. Well, it was. It wasn't so, a tag team so, match. Yeah, so it was, though, wasn't it? Yeah, but, yeah, but why not? It was a tag team fatal forward match. Yeah. No, it wouldn't be, because that would have been eight people. <laughs> yeah, but also Trish can win it, because... Yeah, <laughs> she can win it. There's all shit, then, isn't it? So what's the point? <laughs> so what, what's, the, what's the point? <laughs> you might as well just enter Val Venus. Yeah, Val, you've been stripped, pal. Give me it back. Oh, you can only no, win. It's... You can only win Val, and when the month ends in a Y, and you're in a certain little tiny box, it's just bullshit. Why don't just do it? Just have a match with them. You could have, you could have had the same exact storyline with Trish costing in the mat against China. Could have yeah, had the exact same storyline. Yeah, this is this is good. It's not good. It's because it's she directly caused him to lose. She could have done that anyhow. No, it's no, it's not. But it's just happened. Classic storytelling. Rubbish. Right, moving on from that, we get a radio WWF video package. Um, <laughs> classic line here from Cole. Well, well, go on, then, which classic line? He goes, it's Foley dancing live on radio WWF. Yeah. <laughs> what's that? What's that on the car radio? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, you know, Terry Pierce is dancing live on the Wrestling Around podcast right now. I think he genuinely is, but we can't see him because he uses a stupid background. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> Well, the rock, uh, the rock also rang in for a walkie-talkie. It sounded he like. Didn't sound that enthusiastic, did he? <laughs> 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 I 
Absolute scandal if it wasn't the Rock who we'll We've seen the we've seen the old WF New York anyway, haven't we? Yeah, it's him. It's, it's, it's the, um, Hard Rock Cafe, yeah, in Times Square. Ah, I wish it was still there. It'd be cool to go to it, wouldn't it? Yeah, I really wanted to go there. They're going to do a casino as well. Yeah, they were in uh, Vegas. Yeah. Imagine that. The Rock's that face is. on some chips. I'm pretty sure. The well. face is on just poker chips. The, the guy who was like running WF New York, like embezzled his money, didn't he? Did he? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. He's on one of those early something to wrestle with. Yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, it would have been cool to... Um, it's still good, but I guess Western stopped being that big, didn't it? Yeah. So, like, two years later, it probably wasn't that good. No. I was. I didn't look as profitable. Maybe I. But you it's a hell of a location for it. Where it is, right in the middle of Times Square. Oh, but that, it, that was a hell of a lot of money, didn't it? It's cost a hell of a lot, yeah. But they could, they could afford it now. They've got loads of money. They should reopen it again. And you were full as it on a Tuesday. Never mind on Sunday when there's a pay per view going on, but. Is it, you know what I mean? It's good yeah, food, isn't it? You, and you're going to get Mick Foley dancing live on Radio WWF, so... <laughs> Can't wait for that. <laughs> I don't think he'd be dancing there for, like, all the time, though, because he'll have been dancing for 20 years. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine It's like that um, on Space Jam, isn't it, when they're going to take Michael Jordan and make him play basketball forever. <laughs> Just Mick Foley like a dancing bear. <laughs> Imagine doing that, but you get, like, a fucking steak and chips, you know, surf and surf. Delivered by Foley. You can't do that while he's dancing, can you? Yeah, because he can't dance while he's serving. Don't order the soup, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I've not left on time he gets there. Oh, Christ. Right then, um, backstage again, we've got Stephanie McMahon, and she's talking about Kurt Angle to some random woman. He's a good kisser, but he wasn't conscious, so it's not hard to please Stephanie McMahon that I got from that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Well, they were saying that she joined in, wasn't they, at the end? Yeah, yeah she enjoyed it. I don't know. Yeah, weird. Uh, we then go to the video package, and this is uh, Taz, and he's in a bit of a thing with JR and uh, the King, so he's having a go at JR. Uh, he's, asking, he's asking JR to slap him. JR slaps him a few times. He says, go and do it again. <laughs> then Lawler, come talk about stealing thunder. says, JR, you get out of the way, you bloody old man. <laughs> Levels him with the right hand. That's the first thing Taz sells. Potatoes, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> which leads us on to our next match. A couple of tasks against Jerry the King Lawler. It's not I always love about Jerry Lawler when he's in a match. He just stands up from ringside and is ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> just in his gear. Because in this era, he wore his wrestling gear all the time, didn't he? He did for like another 10 years, didn't he? Yeah. Just in his single, just in case. Yeah. What I liked about the VT was as well, Jerry Lawler stand, like, jumps out of some boxes off like a second shelf in it. What context is that? Because he was like high up on some shelves or something, wasn't he? Like a warehouse, it was great. It's the fact that he's obviously got like a forklift to lift him up there as well, or a ladder. I've, I mean, I've never seen the SmackDown or Raw that was on, but I would love to know the context yeah. of that. Well, <laughs> and as well, you missed out where JR's eye injury. Yeah, right. I was, well, I was going to build up to it, Tepe. I interrupted tonight with that yeah. King jumping out in a warehouse. Acting like King, jumping out, just jumping in. Tepe is jumping out of the boxes. Um, so Taz comes out, uh, he's pretending to be blind, he's got the cowboy hat on, he's got the glasses, he's got a stick, he's saying JR. Uh, because JR was in a limousine and Taz smashed it up with a bat, basically. <laughs> He's in JR's rental car. Rental car is King's able... rental car, wasn't he? Someone's rental car. He'd written stuff all over the side, and he said he's stuck like bread. 
Still like, still he's dead. Okay. Sort of like that, wasn't it? Yeah. So JR has, has a glass on his eye. He does have a big plaster on the And you should have said this at the start. JR is sitting with a cookie jar. <laughs> For the first time ever. There is a cookie jar on the announce table. I'm sure that's about. coming it's coming to use before that cookie jar. Yeah, it kinda got smacked over the head with it. It was I, a tray. He had a tray. A, Another baby we had a tray. WrestleMania like a two I'm sure WrestleMania two thousand they had like a candy jar. No, it was it was like a little dish rather than the jar. Oh. China over the head with a, a glass jar as well. Man, they must have had them. Just like candy. Glass glass fetish. This is before the barbecue sauce days. <laughs> just like this candy. Um, I mean, this match again. This match goes four minutes. I feel like I'm saying that about every match. Taz pretty much just shouts at JR all the way through. You, you missed the horrendous line as well. What's your horrendous line? I think it's in the VT package where he goes, "I was gonna slap you, but God's already beat me to it." Yeah. <laughs> Cheers for that, Taz. It's a bit close. That's I imagine Vince loved that. God damn it, pal! <laughs> I imagine Vince told him to say it. To be fair, him and JR yeah. were quite close, yeah. wasn't he? So it would made sure that JR was happy with that line. This is like Taz's Chaz- first storyline, I think, isn't it? And what a yeah, he came, he came in beat Kangol the Rumble. Best, best, best person to beat Kangol. Six months later, he's ended up in a feud with Jerry Lawler. It's going well. Yeah. Which also spills over to Unforgiven. Uh, yeah. it's, going, it's going really well, this Taz. Yeah, then yeah, I think he, he starts the team with Spike Dudley, doesn't he? And then in two, and then by two thousand and two, he was commentating. Sad way, overalls at one point, I think. Yeah, yeah. Which makes him look even smaller. That was his. He was apparently really self-conscious about his height, wasn't he? Sad. Put, put him in overalls. Yeah, he looked even smaller. Should he got big platform boots? Because he's like five foot eleven, isn't he? He's five nine. He's smaller than me. Yeah, Taz is smaller than you. I'm Peter's, five ten. Yeah, Peter's could take Taz in the fight. Thirty reviews, and we'll find out. <laughs> Can Peters choke out Taz? Let's tweet it now. I'm, I'm going to have a spoiler and say no. Oh, we'll tweet him and find out. No, you fucking not. I hate you. <laughs> anyway, I lose doing that. We'll get on with the match. Um, not a right lot happens in it. Near the end, King hits Taz with a power driver. He does his classic where he rolls over and stands up. Then puts the Taz mission on, on uh, the King. JR gets up and hits Taz with his cookie jar. King gets the pin. He wins and then celebrates like he's just choked Taz out, stood on the table, waving his arms in the air like he's, oh, look at me, I've done <laughs> I've done it all. It was horrendous. Ted Peters, this four minutes, second, fair second off head. It's all right, isn't it? I'd put it above Road Dog. So second then. Second yeah. minute, but at the end, they bleep out JR going, you son of a bitch. And then he says it about two, another two times. There's some weird bleeping outs in this. Oh, like, son of a bitch. <laughs> you, get, you, you got it, you son of a bitch. And then they bleep that out. But then he says it about two minutes later. He says it in the next one. The match is like like literally, in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't get bleeped out. And he actually legit cuts his hand as well, doesn't he, with the cookie jar? Yeah. yeah. Did, he, so did he cut the back of Taz's head as well? Something nasty. I think so. I think he's better if you get. I mean, I know they were made out of like. I wonder if it was made out of like. Or whatever it is, but it's still yeah. there, isn't it? Unless they just used the wrong glass, like uh, that King of the Ring that time. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Shame, shame. Yeah. 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 Unless some of that stunt glass maybe was a bit sharp and actually got stuck in his hand, I don't really know. Yeah, if it was easily breakable glass, he's still breaking into shards. Yeah, yeah. it could have been like, well, 
like could have been like well that toffee and tartar sauce all kind of yeah, you don't know candy yet. Maybe, maybe JR chews on glass. Yeah, good <laughs> oh, Well, they kept, kept saying he had a plan. So that maybe was, that yeah. was the maybe that was the plan. I'll fill a glass jar full of little shards of glass. Fill, fill the knives or something, yeah. <laughs> so. I like the ref as well when it when it explodes that he just, like, jumps out the way. The refs are great. <laughs> and you start noticing the refs. They're unbelievable. Ref pubs. Do we know they, the ref? Did we know who the ref was as well in this? Did we notice who it was? That was uh, Teddy Long player. Again, I missed the bit where he became general manager. So, like, I'm sorry. They're just like, oh, we got this ref in the background, and now he's general manager. Well, that's kind of how I see it because I. No, he was a, he was a manager for between this. He managed um like Rodney Mack. Rodney Mack. Yeah. Then he had a do rag on the near as he well. Managed he, Mark Henry. he managed Mark Henry at one point. Though. Yeah, I think so. Dilo Brown as well, I think, for a bit, three periods. Because he was Luke Reigns. He was a manager in WCW, wasn't he? And then he yeah. came to WWE. Yeah, yeah, we've, seen, we've seen him get his head shaved in the archives, haven't we? And he wore a do-rag. Yeah. Yeah. Without getting his head properly shaved. That was the first episode, I think, wasn't it? Was it? Was that 96? I thought it was a 91, was it not? I don't know. I don't know. It's early on. Early WCW. Early on. Anyway, listen to one of the WCWs in the archives yeah. and you'll find Listen it. to them all. You're not doing anything else. Listen to them all. So, yeah, so I've tweeted Taz anyway and just said, like, hey, mate, like, Terry Peters called you a dick. So we'll see what happens. Oh, did, yeah. you not, did you not say Ted Peters could beat you with a fight? Well, I thought I'd just kind of start some tension. Uh, yeah, I, I, I reply as well, and he says he, says, he, thinks, he reckons he can he reckons take you. He reckons he could take you with a fight, you small little. <laughs> so, good, Ted He's so concerned, Ted Peters. Is that the heat, or is that the... You're going red because Taz is choking you out. I've replied back saying not true. Yeah, I was trying, <laughs> trying to bottle out of it. Ted Peters, Terry Bottle, more like. Terry Bottle. <laughs> Very bottle. Bottle. bottle job. I'll tell you what won't a bottle job the next match. <laughs> well, before we get there, Pete, stop trying to jump ahead. Have we got oh, sorry, we've got a real good backstage bit, haven't we? Yeah. Anyhow, Lou, you was you was texting that. What did you think of this oh, this yeah. four minutes? Yeah, it's all right, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> did you enjoy it? Was, um, oh, you can't even skip into the fridge. <laughs> Was, yeah, I, I, just, I remember enjoying it at the time. I think I enjoyed it at the time. Weird for Taz to just fall to this level like quite early on. Yeah, he got he got sold the dud, didn't he? Yeah, I remember as a kid being really disappointed he didn't do his like normal entrance. He's got that hat instead. Don't yeah. know why. He's got one and a quarter from the melts. Yeah, just when he has that, when he has that towel, it looks pretty cool, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. yeah, they never washed that towel. When he was in ECW, they don't wash it. Crow, and he once had to go to his wife because she washed it. Yeah, he wanted it to be like this. Because he wanted it to be like, when they picked, obviously it was really close in ECW, wasn't it? and he was like yeah. a bad guy. He wanted it to be like the stinkiest, most horrible thing. I wonder what if that was to save energy so he didn't have his heating on either in a fucking August. No, it's just you, I think. <laughs> oh, you're, just, you're just trying to find stuff in common with Taz now. Yeah, he's not trying to chicken out your fight with Taz. You're fighting Taz, that's the end of it. <laughs> You'll fight Taz live on Wrestling Rounds Twitch. <laughs> Do it on the podcast. Do it on the podcast. I'll do it on the radio WWF style. Yeah, I'll just go. Oh my God, Taz is choking. <laughs> live, live on the rest of the round podcast. Taz is choking out Terry Peters. <laughs> it's happening. Better reviews. We'll publish the publish the fight. Right then, we've got a uh, another backstage segment. Lillian Garcia. She was about at this time. Interviewing Shane McMahon again. Why is everyone so concerned about interviewing Shane McMahon? He's had three interviews already. Um, he's again chased off by Steve Blackman. Um, I like the way Steve Blackman goes, come on, it's time to play, and then just hits whatever that can that he's got. 
Well, it's just trash can. Yeah, great. Blackman for a loop. Yeah, they love Steve Blackman. Moving on to the next match then. Shane McMahon, the hardcore champion. Again, Steve Blackman. Uh, Steve Blackman comes out of his trash can kendo stick with a handy little handle. Not many of them have handles, do they? A little strap. And his little sticks have got like a handy little wrist strap as well, isn't it? Yeah, so he doesn't drop them when he's doing all this mash art stuff. Um, I mean, pretty Quite much. Bad. Yeah, he's, he's, you know, he's sad about it, Steve Blackman. That's what I like about him. Underrated theme tune, Steve Blackman. Yeah. It's, good, right. isn't it? it's, great, it's great stuff. Also yeah, weird that Shane had the uh, Adventist tune on it. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot that was a thing. But it's a thing for yeah. a long time. But he didn't have the money till after. after I think the, it was on his feud with Vince, wasn't it? Because when they when they fought X Seven, they both had the same feud tune. Right. Which is weird. Yeah. It's weird that you call it X Seven, not Seventeen. It is, isn't it? It's what they do there, isn't it? I call it Seventeen. I'm, I'm a stickler for what it says. Ten is what you call it. Seventeen. Well, it says yeah. on the logo, it says X Seven, doesn't it? Yeah, but that also means 10-7. Yeah, but you don't call, like, WrestleMania 2 WrestleMania II, do you? No, because it says WrestleMania 2 on the logo, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got, he's got enough on his plate. He's going to get choked out by Taz. <laughs> Cutting some stuff. I've always, I've always just called that one X7, and X8, I just, and after I, I goes back to 19. I just found that weird. WrestleMania 2000. No, yeah, that's always known as 2000. I've just yeah, always called it X7, that one, yeah. Because it literally says that like, you spell out in letters X7. Ah, no, but it's wrong. Whole it is, it's, of... it's weird. It's very weird. don't know why they chose it, but it's, it's what it's called, so I, I got over it, you know. Oh, that's it. You do what you've got to do. Tay Peters is hopefully doing some sort of neck exercises. <laughs> I think it choked out. Imagine. Imagine if that was the case. <laughs> Just comes in. Breaks through the dark, chokes Tay Peters out. Gosh, I'd love it. I'd absolutely love it. I, I'd, I'd hide in a warehouse with some boxes on him. <laughs> yeah, you you need to do that as well to Taz. <laughs> That's his one known weakness. He's, yeah. he's unaware in warehouses. <laughs> so when it, yeah, when he replies, just say, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll fight you, mate. We'll just say, oh, I, know, I know it's a little warehouse. <laughs> yeah. And you'll be like, oh, yeah. you'll probably back out then. I know it's a little warehouse on uh, Cliff Road. <laughs> come, come try me, Taz. <laughs> right, that's happening. We'll do some research on warehouses. Right then, you know, back to the, the hardcore title match because this is a pretty mental match. Ten minutes in all. Thought they, I, as a kid, I thought they went longer. Um, but they start fighting. Longer, yeah, they start fighting in the crowd straight away. Classic Steve Blackman spots with the trash can of a shimmer man, which batters him with them little sticks. That's going to sound horrible if you're stuck inside that can. Yeah, but also, right. If we're thinking, you know, you've told me off already for thinking logically about yeah, stop it, stop it, stop about it. Stop but that spot has he not just give Shane McMahon like a suit of armor to protect himself from the? No, <laughs> because the sound could disorientate him. Yeah, so, right, so it's not for the physical violence; it's for the disorientated sound. Yeah, right, that's, yeah. Right, you, you, you can explain it. You can explain it. You've got a pair for the eardrums, haven't you? <laughs> there we go, then. I know about that, because this morning I had a shower, which set off my smoke alarm from the steam, and I had to reset it. And, I'd, <laughs> and <laughs> that, That's almost exactly the same as having a bin put on your head. And, and, those <laughs> and when I was trying to unplug it, it really hurt my ears and disoriented me a bit. Uh, I thought you were going to say, I know this morning, because I was walking down the street, <laughs> and this guy just came, Taz appeared out of nowhere. And Taz missioned me out of a book. With a trash can. But no, JP is what you've just said then. You setting the smoke alarm off by the, a shower. The, 
Hating your ears somehow turning it off. <laughs> yeah, because I stood right next to it with no clothes on. Because I just got out of the shower. I mean, no one needed to hear that. <laughs> I know it's just starting it. Everybody is now imagining the naked topias. We, we, I imagine them at all times wearing that fish head as well. So. Yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah, I shower with it on. <laughs> <laughs> imagine using that as a shower cap. Great. What's happened here? What's Anyhow, that, that is in nowhere near the same as having a pin put on your head and getting hit with some sticks. Right, well, let's find out. Does Steve Blackman have Twitter? It's, <laughs> it, it's worse, isn't it? Just say, say Peter thinks you're a pussy. <laughs> I'll, delete, I'll delete Twitter. <laughs> I don't think the actual... I'm just going to send a tweet to a random guy called Steve Blackman. Yeah, he's still going on the street. We know him personally. Oh, he did. Yeah, he did. No, that guy's dying. Uh, anyhow, I've wrote here, and it looks like uh, Tested Dilbert. Imagine that. You remember Dilbert and the Dilbert desktop game? Exactly. Imagine if it was Test and Dilbert came out. <laughs> <laughs> it's poor writing on my part. But, uh, Test and Albert, TNA, classic TNA, come out to, uh, to help Shane, which is weird because literally like a year ago, Test wanted to marry. Well, they actually mentioned that as well, don't they? And Shane and Test. Didn't get on, but now he's doing Shane's bidding. Wrestling. Yeah. Again, I get what I told you last week. <laughs> I was hoping for the uh, the Mean Street Posse at this point instead. Was they they Or are they already been in club? I don't know. But I always get um, Pete Gas mixed up with uh, Pete Becker from Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, is, Pete Becker from Friends, who directs all your favourite Marvel films. Is it him? Is it him? I can't he's remember his happy, name. Isn't he? What's his name? Happy. No, his actual name. Uh, John Favreau. John Favreau, that's the one, yeah. That's just what I said. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Uh, Cheers. Uh, Thanks for that, Piers. It's all right. Yeah. What, did you, Steve, what did you see? You can take Pete Becker on in the fight. <laughs> it's John Favreau on Twitter. He came on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> he, well, to be fair, he was like the worst UFC fighter of all time, wasn't he? Yeah, he got knocked <laughs> out. Fight so, against... Tank Abbott, didn't he? Fight's over. Was it Tank Abbott? It's the wrong John Favreau. Oh, there he is. I'm pretty sure it was Tank Abbott. Who, I'm gonna, let me just Google Tank Abbott. In, in Friends? Yeah. Is it, the first one was Tank Abbott beat him up, wasn't it? I think it was Tank Abbott, you know. Yeah. Before he got to WCW. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. 1997. He was the UFC in Friends. There we go. He's also um, appeared as himself in a 2013 web series called Black Dynamite Teaches a Hard Way, where a black dynamite mannequin teaches him what to do in case of an earthquake. And now he's going to be fighting Tiberius live on the SNL podcast. Damn right. <laughs> we'll see if he replies. He's got enough time. Oh, he's got a negative. Yeah, you might win, Peter. He's got a negative um, mixed martial arts record. Oh, I know. It's all got a tank habit. Yeah. Oh, I've tweeted John Farrow. All <laughs> oh, right. Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see, see what ends up. No, I'm not going to reply. That's just my mate Liam. Different. Uh, um, we'll see what happens. <laughs> see if John Favreau or replies. I've been the show. Have you got enough days to get beat up this many times? <laughs> I don't think my body's going to handle it. I'm not sure if I can get in the country yet, so you might get a bit of time to your beef up. <laughs> Yeah, Terry. That's what we'll we'll do a training montage. Yeah, a rocky training montage. Terry is getting it's getting cat. It's gonna be me jumping out of boxes to scare people. Who's your who's your trainer gonna be, Terry? If you could pick one, 
Velasquez. Mm. Someone might be free. Someone yeah. might. Kim Velasquez, he got released, didn't he? Kim Velasquez. Right, <laughs> Jones. I'll tweet Matty Jones. <laughs> Matty Jones, I swear. <laughs> yeah, he does, because he tweets in all caps, which is the most classic <laughs> Matty Jones thing ever. <laughs> I imagine Matty Jones is shouting at all times, I know. Yeah, no, he's very, he's very calm, sadistic, man. He's going to train. He's going to train wrestling around Terry yeah. Peters for, for three fights. Yeah, he's got like, because the thing with Matty Jones is he's got like three twitters. Because he always keeps forgetting his password. <laughs> and he tweets in all caps all over it. <laughs> that is yeah. classic old man on Twitter. And then, yeah, yeah. That, then this has to be, this has to happen. This. Anyhow, back to the match. So the, the, you like this, Lou. You like them when they use the set. They use the sure set. Disappointing set, this one, by the way, while we're on it. Yeah, but I mean... I remember thinking at the time, because the backlash one was like the coolest set ever. Yeah. And this one just looked like the backlash set had fallen down. Functional, this though, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. I mean, it was. It provided good spots. It was functional. But yeah, just uh, fit, fit fine. Um, yeah, so they fight up to the stage. Uh, Steve Batman fights off to the Shane tries to run away, climbs up the set, which um, what is higher than Mount Everest now, according to JR and the King. And <laughs> it, was, it was fifty or seventy-five feet. Right? <laughs> it was. I'm pretty sure it was thirty at one point. Yeah. <laughs> Every time he talks about it, twenty-five feet. Go on, I did not. Right, he kept climbing higher, didn't he? Yeah, but yeah. So, uh, Shane, five feet at one point. Shane climbs to the top, and then the only way to describe it, he gets Kendall sticked off. Steve Blackman then turns around and thinks, "Oh, I like those. No, I'll have a go." I'll, no, he doesn't, does he? Because he's at the top and he thinks, "Oh no, fuck that! I'm going to climb down a bit before I jump." <laughs> yeah, hang on. Before this part, though, who was the idiot in the car who got in the way at the main shot? Ah, fuming. Whoever that camera. We've got a mullet Sweet. watch as well in this. I was going to say. Um, so Blackman does the elbow drop. He then pins Steve Blackman. He, uh, he doesn't pin Steve Blackman because he's Steve Blackman. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? He then Steve pins Shane McMahon. Al Snow's done that before. Yeah, pin himself. I'm sure he had a, he had a match against himself. Because <laughs> if anybody was going to, it would have been him. For the hardcore title. Outrageous. Uh, Steve Blackman is the new hardcore champ, and then Shane McMahon's getting some some medical attention, and there's a cracking mullet. It's a grey mullet as well, isn't it? It is as old school roadie mullet as you can get. Mullet watches back in back in the swing of things. You can see other mullets in the archives. You've you've missed a mullet because this is Eddie Guerrero's mullet one as well, isn't it? Yeah, but we've seen Eddie Guerrero's mullet already, haven't we, in the archives? So. Yeah, this one's not as fantastic it as this. Uh, yeah, it's not it's as good been, as this grey one, is it? It demulleted some money since the last one. Yeah, it's been demulletized. <laughs> demulletized. <laughs> Love it. You love to see it. He's now looking at trying to get people on side so he didn't get so, choked. So um, today I've come up with the spin fall and de de demolitized. But just to because you know, Devil's Africa and like do the bouncing act, you're also gonna get choked out by Tars. <laughs> <laughs> and John Favreau. <laughs> and John Favreau. And, John Favreau. <laughs> and uh, um Steve Blackman? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, but Steve Blackman's more of a science experiment to see if you turning your alarm off is exactly the same as getting hit on the head with it, um, yeah. getting hit in the head with kendo sticks while wearing the trash can. So, it's for science. You know what I mean? For science. Science, bitch. Exactly. Um, Lou, what do you think of Shane McMahon vs. Steve Blackman? I'm fucking fuming at that fan in the, in the crowd who got in the way of the main <laughs> shot. Because like, he's there on purpose to, you know, to hide the fall. But it was just. They, they panned out to it. I knew it was going to happen. And then this guy just goes, oh, I'm just going to stand up at this most inopportune time. Ruins everything. 
Yeah, it's Ryan. good. It was a one-spot match, really, wasn't it? That's it, all it's known it, for, it, isn't it? Chamberman and Steve Batman have both had better hardcore matches than this. Yeah, but it was just famous, wasn't it? iconic, wasn't it? But yeah, I, again, you gotta you got to throw logic out the window, because Steve Batman could have just climbed down and pinned him, surely. Like, he jumps off like halfway like, down as well, doesn't he? You've got to think, like, oh, you want, uh, he might get up from that. He's just fallen, like, 75 feet. He could get up. I'd better land on top of him. I bet he would have much wrong. I can't remember the result of the match, so I thought that was going to result in Shane, you know, drop, putting his arm across him. Mm-hmm. No. I like the shot where Steve Blackman's just hit him and then you see him drop his kendo stick as well. Yeah. You see the kendo stick just, just drop subtly. It's like when it, cause it took him ages to find that replay of the second camera angle, but I'm glad they did, so you can actually see it. But yeah. Yeah, it was great. When I, I kind of, you know, as a kid, you think that's well cool, though. And fair play to, to Shane as well, because he like, skips up a few things, doesn't he? If I'd have done that, I'd have put my foot right through the thing, like got my knee caught, ruined my <laughs> knee and fallen off and broke my neck or something. Just spanned down. Yeah. yeah. We get some scaffolding so JP's going to be great as well. I, I, I'm scared of heights, so no chance. <laughs> Even there. 50 reviews. <laughs> they beat as well. 15 reviews. 15, yeah. 15 reviews and Terry Beaters will recreate the SummerSlam 2000 spot, which is two. You can have a do this one. You can do one in the TLC match. So, the two. Which one in the TLC match? There's a couple you can pick from. Okay. <laughs> uh, Crotched on the rope. I think we should go for it. <laughs> yeah. That's where you get me, Terry Ball. Terry Ball? Terry, <laughs> Terry Ball? I'm not doing one in a while. <laughs> Terry Beaters is also bald in case anyone <laughs> didn't know. But you can see we dance on Radio WWF next week. <laughs> yeah. The Melts gave this two and a quarter. Is that what he gave it? He's had, be- I'm sure he's had better ones. He's had better hype. You're not going to get five stars from Melts for this, though, yeah. Like It's, it's, it's a one-spot as... match, isn't it? Yeah, it's a cool spot, that cool visual. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, and that's what it was there for, and it's one of them. So that's how I think you should be remembered. It's a memorable... Also, like, what was Shane McMahon in this time in WWF? The, the rich boy, wasn't he? Like who, who and what was? Because he was meant to be manager in the next match, wasn't he? But obviously, he kind of just fallen. He was in like every storyline, wasn't he? I mean, this era, my man's been every, literally in every storyline. Well, this era, then or now, because it's the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. forever. And when they're not in it, as we'll find out in a second, they just go backstage to Manil. Yeah. So that so I found that the hardcore match. I mean, it does get a bit overshadowed by a match coming up later, doesn't it? But they've got the big spot in, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a highlight for days, isn't it? So we move on to another backstage segment with Stephanie McMahon. I'm getting absolute deja vu, keep saying that. She's joined by Kat Angle this time. Thankfully, he doesn't get as handsy as he has in the past. <laughs> uh, he's, she's worried about Shane. Um, Angle says like, he's, all, he's all right. I can't the exact way. He's, like, <laughs> he's just got the wind knocked out of him. <laughs> he's, he's moving. Um, and then Mick Foley interrupts. Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, why was this here? I don't know. He's, he's coming to speak to Steph about Shane. It didn't need to be on camera, did it? Because they've done that anyhow. Yeah, but they wanted to get the angle thing in. And a bit of Foley. And the word kisser. Yeah, that is, that's all Foley says in the kisser. Weird. Anyhow, next match. Uh, a two out of three falls match between uh, Chris Jericho and uh, Chris Benoit. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. I'll just run through the match. So the this is one of the... To be fair, we'll talk about the ref bump in this. Is this the one that you meant? Where they both go over the top rope and the ref gets stuck out? Yeah. I'll let you talk about the ref bump. 
no, I don't want to. No, it's fine. You're upset me. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I did actually didn't enjoy this match that much. It's not as good as some of the uh, some of the others. Yeah. I just find, I just still find it weird to watch them. To be honest, when you, when uh, yeah, it's uncomfortable. Isn't it? I don't like this stipulation as a match. Two out of three, three falls. Yeah, it's the two samey. It's all very samey. To me, it should be a three stages of hell. That'd make it better. Yeah. If I was going to do a two out of three falls match, and I would do, use the same technique in an Iron Man match, and this is again me adding logic, would you not just obliterate someone with a chair and pin them five times in a row? Yeah, so you take the DQ, the take couple the of DQ, DQs, so you yeah, want, yeah, yeah. and then you you can just pin them loads. Yeah, but like, right, think about it like this, right? Putting logic in, you get you hit him once with a chair, that's DQ. Yeah, yeah, then you hit him again. DQ twice, you're out. Yeah, but get out. No, in this match it won't work. In the Iron Man match it'd work. Oh, you could just smash someone in the face with a chair. And the bird battle. Yeah, pin them or anything. Pin them. Then you you lose one DQ at once, and then you keep getting the. It's fair they do use as a spot sometimes, don't they? Mm. Is it Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole did that? I think Alberto Del Rio did it against Kalisto as well. Yeah, sort of works, but then you've got to get you've got to get good. You've got to get good, haven't you? Um, but I'll just quickly run through it. Jericho misses a lion salt. Benoit gets his knees up. Um, Jericho then taps from the cripple crossface. That's three minutes. Jericho then makes Benoit tap from the walls of Jericho in eight minutes. Jericho hits a lion salt for two. And then hits a schoolboy roll up. Benoit reverses it into a cradle, grabs a bottom rope. Benoit wins by a pinfall. 13. And then falls on his face getting out the ring. Yeah. I mean, it was 13 minutes. They've had better matches. The um, Melts gave this three and a half, three and a quarter. I think sometimes old Davy Meltz decides his ratings before the match. Yeah. I'm sure I would, he does. I would agree with that. I or would gives it at least a range that he's going to go for within that. I'd say the match at Royal Rumble 2001 is a lot better than this. A lot of match. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely have better matches. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I didn't like this match. I, don't I, like I mean, to be fair, like, I know it's easy to say it now because of what he did, but I was never a massive Chris Benoit fan. Like, I was, as a kid, I always found him quite a boring wrestler. I didn't mind him. It was I only mean, like when you when I got on the internet for the first time in like 2000, I'm not on the for the first time in 2006, but when you found like the IWC, as it were, and everyone was like, oh, Chris Benoit's actually like a technically wrestling genius. Everyone was like, oh, is he actually good? But it's just like, as a casual fan, I just found him really boring, to be honest. Like, he had um, the odd good match, but I didn't get it. I would be inclined to agree there, and I think he had a really boring best of seven series of Booker T. Yeah, I liked when he was making I liked it when he was Bradley making the cup of coffee as well. In that. Yeah. I liked it when he was making the cup of coffee in that, though. <laughs> when he's beating Booker T real quick and he makes the coffee quicker on SmackDown than what he beat Booker T. Yeah. yeah oh, was it he beat Booker T longer? Than, I can't remember. It was something to do with the cup of coffee. He had the best of seven in WCW as well, didn't he? I'm sure he did. I think so. so. It's a very WCW thing, best of seven, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It can work sometimes. Got us the bar. Yeah. Then also, you've got seven, got seven matches in the world, the same two people. Yeah, that is the only thing. To me, I would this match would have been better as a three stages of hell. Like, have a submission match. Have, I don't know, like a tables match or some, you know, just some something. But then I suppose well, you go, there is, go a bit you've too hardcore. Yeah, yeah, that's the only LC thing. Isn't it? And also, with, with three stages of hell, the weird thing is that you, you know it's going to go to the third fall. Yeah, but you, I time. always think... A three imagine stage. that. Imagine the absolute swear of hell in the cell, third fall. <laughs> and just don't get there. Yeah. yeah. Just do a, normal, do a submission match in a normal yeah. match. Well, they've started doing... More recently, they've started doing... They had that weird period on Raw like a year ago where like every match was two out of three falls. 
Yeah, to avoid wrestling and commercial breaks and ridiculous. And then they did a few 2 0s in there. And I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure MVP beat Benoit 2 0 ones. Yeah. But it did. doesn't happen often, does it? Rick Flair beat Mick Foley 2 0 as well, I think, in a 2 3 falls match. Yes, he did, because it was like showing he was the best better wrestler on it. Yeah. So, yeah, sometimes when the storyline calls for it, but I'm not sure if the storyline did on this one. I'm, I really. think I think a submission match would have been better. The only thing that was good was that Jericho tapped out early because he knew he had to keep some energy for it, which I thought was good. Yeah. Bit of, um, yeah, a bit of story. Yeah. yeah we'll do. There we go, then. Uh, moving on, we go back and, to it again. And, sorry, Jerry Lawler predicted Chris would win the match. Close it. Classic Lola. He's a he's a funny guy. Probably also then said some horrendous about women. So <laughs> yeah, moving on. We go backstage again to see another man Helmsley. Just Triple H this time. You see it entering the arena, and then there's a a video recap of what's happened earlier on in the night. We haven't seen it enough already. Uh, then we get another video package, and this is for the first ever TLC tables, ladders, and chairs match. Oh my. Which is weird, because when Foley tells Edge and Christian it's going to be TLC, and it's the first ever one, shouldn't they have been like, what was that then? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tables. He said it, didn't he? Tables. He said, yeah, he and said ladders. And chairs. Oh, oh my. my. Tables. And ladders. And chairs. Oh my. There was another one recently. Tables. Where, um, and ladders. <laughs> Let finish. <laughs> oh, oh my! Yeah, uh, it was uh, Jinder Mahal against Randy Orton, and Jinder Mahal got to pick the stipulation, and he said, "I'm going to do it with the Punjabi prison." And then immediately, within seconds, they then showed clips of the Punjabi prison. Again, I'm adding logic to wrestling, and I know I shouldn't, but you, you shouldn't be prepared because nobody should know. Oh no! Cause they pressed the big Punjabi prison button that they've always got. <laughs> they do every match ever. Button up. They've just got a button yeah. of it with the best of yeah, the best of Punjabi prison. Or he's Keith done the racist. Keith Dunn. <laughs> yeah. We call him Keith Dunn. Yeah. Keith. Is he? Well, the the Punjabi, Punjabi prison matches. Oh, this guy's an Indian. I bet you. I bet he'll be having the Punjabi prison match. Shit. Do you oh. know what you should do? Right. I just because you just said Indian, I just thought of it. You know they have these big shows in like Saudi Arabia, Australia. Yeah. And they have these gimmick pay per views like Hell in a Cell, TLC. Punjabi Prison. Punjabi Prison in yeah, India. Yeah. Do you know what Shit, it's called? Do you know what, how it came about? Punjabi Prison. Because Greg Kelly is a prison guard. Yeah. That's it. Nailed it. <laughs> Imagine that. The entire. The entire card is Punjabi Prison matches. I'd be wasting like the. Was it Lockdown TNA where they had every match yeah. as a gauge uh, match? That would be awesome. The Indian, the Indian fans would have gone mad for it as well. Yeah, the Indian fans have gone mad. Every, what, you know, <laughs> you yeah, it's like when I, when I was, when I was in India last year, match. like Roman Reigns had his, as much prominence as like Messi and stuff on the sports adverts. It's, it's insane. So this, th- this is going to have to be done. I'll chat with Vince right now. Yeah. I mean, obviously once the pandemic's done. Probably. And then also say, just say at the bottom of it, P.S. Jay Peters thinks he can take you with a fight. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see about that, pal. He's going to come right down. <laughs> I genuinely think he would. Out of all of them, I think he would. All the ones who tweet yourself out, I think Vince is going to get the closest <laughs> to go down. Say, <laughs> <laughs> Peters. Just put, say, Peters thinks you're old and you passed it and he can take you. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, right then, that was them doing that again. We're getting to the, the TLC match. There's Edge and Christian, they're the tag team champions. 
they bring the chairs, they're going against the Dudley boys who bring the tables, and the Hardy boys who bring the ladders. There is some horrendous spots in this, and I'm just going to read them all out. Feel free to comment when you learn. It doesn't get talked about enough, but there's a full Nelson bomb by Bubba on Christian, where they both land on their ass for about how 10 would, foot. How did their spines not go through the necks? Yeah. It's, it never get, but you, you never hear about that one, do you? No. Overlooked, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, at the time, this was so innovative, wasn't it? So there's Jeff Hardy gets knocked off a ladder onto another ladder that sort of seesaws between two ladders and hits Matt in the face. There's a great... Before, before he ruined Joe Mercury's face. Yeah, well, yeah, they tried it again and smashed Joe <laughs> Mercury into 2007. The, the, the what's up spot from a ladder by the Dudleys, which was, I just love that video. Um, Christian, he's then 3D'd through a table. Ridiculous. I love, absolutely love it. Edge is put between a ladder. So he's like in the ladder and they slam it on him. And then Christian's then thrown on top of the ladder. Clever. Jeff Hardy does a swan someone from the top of the ladder through a table after Bubba moves. And this is the it, big how spot. How quick does Bubba move on that table? Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know if he missed his cue or he was just playing, did it as though he was playing possum, but my word, did he move quick as get off that bloody table. And I noticed it today for the first time as well. You can see him moving before it. So that's just kind of like that. You can see him swing his legs over the side so he can get off quickly. Then they go, but going to the I big spot. I suppose you could say then he's playing possum. Yeah. The big, the big spot where Bubba's on top of the ladder. They've already set four tables up on Oh my side. God. But Bubba's, right. I always thought, Oh, that looks the worst spot to take. But, and we'll go in a minute, Bubba's pushed off the ladder through the four tables. Later then comes out, she pushes Edge and Christian off the ladder, which is the crotch one. And then, Matt Hardy's tipped off the ladder through two tables. But, oh my God, how close is his head to the edge? To the, yeah. like, oh, there's, there's not enough room there. No. That is horrendous. Second worst bump. Worst bump's coming up. It's coming the up. worst coming up. Yeah. The lead, this lead against speed by Edge. That's the one because she lands right. Edge lands right on the side of the ladder. And then a few she years later, Edge. Pain. Then a few years later, Edge would be spearing her all the time. Thinking you could beat Lee with No. There we go. We'll see about that now. Tweeting that people saying. We'll get banned. Yeah, Lee is uh, just cutting half. But basically by Edge and Jean and nearly smashes her head. Oh. She just smashed her head. That was well, the most yeah. painful one. The, the noise on them all as well is just horrific. It is. And it's not even finished yet. So Jeff and Dave on climb the ladders. The ladders getting knocked out of the way. So they're sort of fighting on the title each. None of, if, one of them should have realised, though. Instead of grabbing just the rabbit title, it would have come undone. Yeah, just grab it. Um, I mean, they're spinning around a lot, though, it. aren't they, up there as well? Yeah, so they're both hanging down. Uh, Devon gets kicked off by Jeff, and then Jeff just basically swatted with a lot of ladders <laughs> out of it. And then Edge and Christian climb and win. 18 minutes. Tay Peters, out of all the spots I've just read, which one do you want to recreate? Um, Which one do I want to recreate? Well, none of them particularly. I'm saying Matt Hardy tables in not enough room. I would set up next to my garage. Or I, I would probably do, <laughs> probably the Bubba Bomb. I would say is that, I don't know, because that's pretty horrific, isn't it? The bubble bumble, I think the bubble bumble hurt more than going through the tables. Yeah, because at least the table breaks your fall, doesn't it? Yeah, and you're going on the side. I just can't see how landing probably, from 10 foot in probably, the air on your ass is not going to hurt. Probably being in the ladder, the edge, and then having Christian chucked on top of me. Right, who do you want chucked on top of you, then? Well, one of you two. Probably you. 
Because you're same. he's small, he, you're taller than him. Well, you would fight there, though, I think. I know, isn't he? <laughs> it's quite a big Who, lighter out of you two, you big lads? I'm feeling my weight on the radio. <laughs> it's not Pod, podcast, you big dummy. Yeah. No, it's going. No, this is live on the radio. Radio, radio WWF. Yeah. Mick Foley's just turned up to dance again. Yeah, well, Mick Foley can't dance for 24 hours a day, so he dances for 22 when this podcast goes on for the other two. <laughs> yeah, true. What did you think was happening? Lou, would you be willing to um, be uh, scoop slammed by me onto the top of a ladder that Terry Peters is in between? Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> there we go. Yeah, do it for the hits. <laughs> so that's what out of 40 reviews. <laughs> do it for the sweet, sweet ad money. Yeah, yeah there we go. Look at him showing ball. 40,000 reviews. Look at it. Standing it on top there, Peters. That was horrendous. Look at him. He's so upset. He's going to get choked out. He's going to get just you beat. Give him a lot, you give him a lot of stick. Like, we, have to, we have to get you beat up. Well, bye. I'll take anyone on. I'll do uh, a bubble bomb on you. Who's likely to apply? Matty Jones. <laughs> Sorry, I'll take anybody on except Matty Jones. <laughs> Still there. Oh. This Same match is, is just ridiculous, though, isn't it? Did you enjoy it? Is it as good as you remember? How can you not enjoy it all? Yeah, of course, it is absolutely insane. It's I think this is the still best one of my favorites. Yeah. This is I would one. agree. But I think the this is the better match, but the second one has more highlight moments. Yeah, but what's Ryan now doing getting involved? And, and that's what I don't like what's the going yeah, on. Ryan's quite deadly. The and thing with the second one is as well, it's more famous because of that spear from Edge. Yeah, there's more, there's more moments in that where, one. Whereas this, I would say, is probably my favourite because it was the first one as well. Yeah. What about, about Jerry Lawler versus The Miz? I'd say about Jerry that, Lawler versus that Taz. That's TLC match. TLC match. The melts gave this four and a half. Weird. So how did I get this right? Apparently the Hardy Boys were meant to win, but Vince changed his mind last minute because it was too predictable. Because uh, they, yeah. they were the home. It's the hometown boys, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't yeah, have yeah, that. The crowd went happy, but like he gave the fact he gave the um the one that take over New Orleans five stars, didn't he? The six man ladder match. Yeah, I would say this one's better. Though. But if the Hardy Boys is one, do we think? Yeah, but this one's high? WWF, yeah. and that one's on NXT, and NXT is cool. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I w- I would say it's my. You could have had that exact same six man ladder match, not the same wrestlers, but the exact same spots on the main show at WrestleMania, and you would have given it three stars. Yeah, I probably agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll take him on. I'll yeah, Edge and Christian win them all, though, in the end. All these big ones. Edge doesn't lose the TLC until John Cena. Weirdly as well. Howard Finkel always says Christian and Edge, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah I did notice that. that. Was Christian and Edge. Uh, Christian don't know why he said that. <laughs> it's just having some banner of him. Is it WrestleMania X7 as well? Is it every, it's just a Fink, isn't yeah. it? Fink wants him. Fink loves it, doesn't he? Actually, Christian just rolls a lot better, doesn't it? Yeah, than Christian and Edge. Christian and Edge just I'm sounds awkward. Vince didn't go mental like that. Do you know what Vince is like? For yeah. Yeah, I, think he's probably, I don't think he was as reined in at this point, though, as to what he is now. Yeah, but if they had a, the big team awesome or something now, if, they, if there was a bout now. We, I think we discussed this on last week's episode, yeah. didn't we? Team awesomeness, yeah. Yeah. So. Gross. Yeah. That was like 18 minutes. Second longest match on the card. Good. So it should be. Good, Good match. Stuff. You can't believe they fit all that in in 18 minutes either. 
It's just not, it's not what else went on, though, did it, I suppose? Other than I thought it was even more mental. Is that Jeff Hardy still... Isn't it Connell champion now? <laughs> 20 and years he, later. He's still How alive. was he walking? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. How old is he now? Well, I think they were all... Three, is he? I think yeah, all six, pretty young here, wasn't he? All six of them are in pretty good shape. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I'll tell you an interesting oh, fact. 43. He was fo- he's 43 today. Happy birthday, Mr. Mr. Hardy. For Sunday, just gone. Yeah. Interesting go. fact. Steve Austin had his first WWF match, televised match, against someone in this match. Do you know who it was? Matt. Matt, yeah. What was it? Well, there was Jabba. was a Jabba, yeah. You know, one of the King of Rings, Matt and Jeff opened the they opened the doors when they were the Jesters or the yeah. King's Squares or whatever. They were around for a long time, weren't they? Jeff Hardy. Pretty sure Jeff Hardy's time when he was like 12. He, he, he lied, didn't he? Didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He once got beat by um, Rob Van Damme. I think Rob Dynam was known as Robbie B on a yeah. Raw match. Yeah. yeah, I never, <laughs> I never realized that. Yeah. ECW. Matt Hardy was C. Austin's first opponent. Yeah, there you go. Good call, so many, so many layers. So moving on, we've had a great match. And of course. Um, oh, we follow you up with an absolute brilliant match. Oh, not even at that match yet. Triple H and Stephanie are backstage because hey. I, I want to go backstage to see Stephanie McMahon like we said 15 fucking times on the full thing already. There's, there's, um, oh shit. In the VT for the main event right. as well. <laughs> I think he reckons he could take Stephanie in a fight. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, we'll find out. In, in the VT for the main event, there's something that, that Triple H does that, um, happens to him at Raw 1000, which we'll pick up on as well, which is just yeah, jogged my memory. Yeah. Just jogged yeah. my memory. I remembered that, Peters. Yeah, see. You know, getting from a terrible segment of them backstage, we go to potentially the worst match I've ever seen. We've got the cat. In a thong stink face match. Thong stinky face match. Oh, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> cat comes out with Al Snow for some reason. Terry comes out, strips off. Then Perry sat and covers her up with a towel. And but then, you know, lets the strip off for the match anyhow. So, what you doing, Saturn? Have a do it or don't do it. King's fucking unbearable for the full <laughs> thing. <laughs> as unbearable as that. Oh, it's just. <laughs> Cat wins. No, Three sorry. minutes. It was bollocks. <laughs> just gonna list the entire. Sorry, rest of the podcast. Sorry, I'm... It's making more sense now than only does. <laughs> that it was it was shit. So we'll move on. I wrote one word for this. New York. What? Why? A Perry Saturn and Al Snow there as well. And Al Snow, what is he doing? Flip, flipping the cat cat around as well. So he's got like face to minge. That's it. <laughs> um, here at WWF New York, just having a load of drinks. Um. So against the Undertaker in the normal. I've they say it. No old bad never really started, did it? Or didn't really it's end. Yeah. So Kane had turned on. This is American Badass Taker. Yeah, Kane, I've got a few issues with American Badass Taker. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get there in a second. So is this the dead guy? And all of a sudden it's like, oh no, I ride bags now. What? Dead, dead Man Inc. And everyone's like, oh, that's real cool, mate. Dead Man Inc. What? Well, no. I know. Like, oh, by the way, I used to dye my hair as well, but I'm religious. Yeah, but if you. No, but this is how I see it, right? So obviously, Taker is an immortal being. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 too much logic in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he hadn't looked at him recently, then. 
Yeah, it's <laughs> true. But right, so he can come back as whatever the hell he wants, guy. Still, bloke comes back, and this is what he does. Yeah, no. So if let's say Jesus Christ was to come back now, I don't think he'd be wearing what he was wearing two thousand years ago. Hang on, are we comparing? I don't know. To be fair, Jesus, quite the hip, Jesus was quite the hipster, wasn't he? I'm just saying, if I was an immortal being, I would come back and dress like the times. He yeah, ain't dressing like the times, is he? He's dressing like he's going to be <laughs> in the crowd for Road well, Wild. What, what, yeah, looks like he's off the Road Wild 98, doesn't he? In the archives. Oh, God. It looks like he's, he's dressed up. He's ready to go to his Trump rally. What's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, I, I don't know why you don't get that logic. He can come back as whatever he wants. No, no. Is this is a dead guy this entire time? He's a dead guy, but he can come back to life. Now all, now all of a sudden he's like, no, I ride bikes now. No one questions it. I was like, uh, yeah, a nice one, yeah. It's still the dead man, because he can go this back guy, and... This guy rides bikes now. No. Shocking. I Both hate this guy. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I didn't like this gimmick. I, I, this is my favourite taker. I yeah. absolutely uh, love Dead Man Inc. Maga Undertaker. It's not for me. Not doing it for me. <laughs> not at all. It's the dubbing of his music as well, which really puts me off in this. Yeah, because the Kid Rock uh, it was... Oh, was it Limp, was it Limp Biscuit or Kid Rock? I think it was Limp. I think it was Limp Biscuit. Is this not? Is that the one who was on the show? Is that not the Kid Rock one? No, Kid Rock one. Um, um, American badass. Damn. Yeah, I think it's Limp Biscuit from what I remember. Because this one's crap, isn't it? It is Limp Biscuit. Is it Limp Biscuit at Armageddon with his six man on the cell and it's not on the? Yeah, yeah so yeah, the dubbing of the Undertaker's music is not good. It's yeah. just a rubbish song, isn't it? It's weird, and I just it's because I I've got this new gimmick. I'm a new man. Also, I'm going to feud with my my brother who's still doing the old gimmick. If Kane was like a a biker as well, and he had rival biker gangs on SmackDown too, you could actually have this <laughs> as a tag team entrance. There you go. There's well, Kane on the bike. Yeah, so they both had an individual bike. What, what you're saying is, should Chuck Palumbo and Undertaker have been tag team champions? Chuck Palumbo was a poor man's uh, Undertaker was a poor man's Chuck Palumbo. The best thing that Chuck Palumbo did. Was like just his entrance was became like on one of the SmackDown games, so you could recreate his entrance. <laughs> that was the that was his biggest contribution in that gimmick. Yeah, I agree with that. Taker's obviously the American badass. Kane turned on Taker two weeks before because he's a monster. He's meant to be Big Show this one. This was what Big Show was meant to be doing, and obviously they've had to think of something quick. Just turned Kane um, into a monster. This was interestingly. First time Kane had his sleeveless top. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah. I go. like his sleeveless Stadium top. Sleeveless top. I do like the sleeveless top. Peters loves a tank top. Where's Terry tank top? Terry tank top. Oh, God. I ain't doing it. But we can't see it because he's got a stupid background on. Yeah. I've got a uh, you, should wear yeah. that. you should wear that when you fight Taz. Terry tank top. <laughs> Oh, John Favreau, oh, Vince Man. I used to wear a tank top to the gym. Really? Yeah. Do you have any pictures? Oh, what has he done now? I'd love to see that. Terry Peters is strutting in the gym in a tank top. With, with the t-shirt tan like that. Terry tan lines there, isn't he? Christ. There we go. Oh, my God. Like a tea stained my arm. You know what you look like? You look like one of the white walls in, um, you know, when you get a Dulux pin. <laughs> you know when you go from like pure white to eggshell. 
Oh, he's getting some hammer this week, too. This week, game for missing SummerSlam to 2020. I'm thinking your real job's more important than this podcast. Outrageous. Yeah, so let's go to the match. Taker just spends seven minutes trying to take his mask off. Good. He does rip a bit of it off, then throws the steps at him and busts him wide open, then takes the mask off. Kane leaves. Falls over the bike. Not really covering his face. Where's this guy's? Oh, got a tweet. There's no bell or anything. Yeah. Ends in no contest, doesn't it? Well, Kane's on the ramp, and then Taker's music just starts playing. I I think Kane busted himself open when he went into the ring post and smacked his head into the steps as well, rather than the Undertaker chucking at him. Although, to be fair, fair play to the Undertaker for chucking the ring steps that far. But the audacity of the King to claim they weigh 300 pounds as well. Yeah, but none of the commentators got as excited as when Braun Strowman threw that chair. Because that was this. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. that was... But Michael Cole was the most excited anybody's ever been about anything. <laughs> well, how far do how far you reckon you can throw a death chair? I don't know. You're starting one right now, yeah? Yeah, yeah. We'll find out. Just, so just are you out the window? I don't reckon you can get it that far. Well, I'm sat next to the window. Well, I throw it the other way then. Throw it across your room. Nah, my room's. I could throw it more than this room, easy. Alright, go on, prove it. Well, no, I ain't got the space. How do you know? <laughs> I have in the past. Get it up it's on the old past, YouTube. Video, you it's on YouTube. Search for um, Strongman Throws Chair Across Room. No, why not you? No, no, that's what, hey. I, that's what I named it as. Great banner. So, you'll see it. Anyway, stop. Procrastinating. What did you think of this match? Bollocks. Yeah, it was alright. Alright. I remember at the time just being desperate to see Kane's face. That's all yeah. I paused the video on many occasions for a yeah. glimpse of his face. But so he reveals Kane's it face. to the crowd anyway when he's he not even really hiding it when he's on the ramp, is he? Yeah. He flicks all his he flicks all his hair back anyway when he gets out the ring. Yeah. How disappointing is it that it's just a normal looking block underneath and not some like horribly disfigured when you, ma- when, you, when you pause at one point when the mask comes off because it I think it just falls off, doesn't it? <laughs> Eventually, the mask just seems to fall. You can see all his eyes have got like all the black paint around them as well. Yeah, yeah that, that takes the illusion out. What he's saying is, um, Undertaker should have not wasted seven minutes trying to take the mask off. He should have just got Shawn Michaels to kick him in the head in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. yeah. The mask just comes off then, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh I should have just, just convinced him to run for Mayor in Knoxville County, Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How weird. How weird is that? I love that Kane almost falls over the white though, walking backwards. Because he like, puts his arm out to make sure the yeah. it don't fall. As well. I, I didn't realize it was this obvious. I'm sure when I watched it as a kid, I was just like, oh, where's his face? Where's his face? Yeah, I was. And the same. Then now I was just like, oh, there's the there is. is that, kids are stupid, though. Aren't they? The thing is that VHS will be worse quality than what we're watching as well. Oh yeah, you pause it, you get the lines going. Yeah, across so because <laughs> yeah. I like say I pause that tape on many occasions looking tape, for his face. Box office, yeah. I will um, say about Kane, though. I mean, because people think later on, Kane, he's obviously getting older, but Christ, he's jacked here, isn't he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, liked, I liked as well that in the VT, Chuck Sam's Undertaker through the ring. Through the ring. It's through always the, ring. the same spot in the ring as well, isn't it? Classic. Yeah, yeah, that bottom sort of left corner. Yeah. If you're looking Stay at away it, from yeah. there and you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> isn't that where the Chuck comes out of as well? So, yeah, it's the one where Edge gets um, chokeslammed through. I meant in uh, WCW when he feet. comes out the ring, doesn't he? Oh, no, he's top right, isn't he? Big show when he comes. 
It's also the same point that JBL gets chokeslammed through the ring and then climbs out underneath the rope. Basically, sit, sit in the middle and you'll be fine. Yeah, that's obviously a weak spot. So whoever's making the rings, put a bit of extra wood there. Do you so know what I mean? Top left to bottom right, that diagonal line, you're fine. Um, but it is a good iconic image of the Undertaker holding up Kane's mask above his head. It didn't, it didn't go anywhere, did it? No. Kane no. just goes, oh, I've got a new mask, mate, next night. And then that's fine. But the special start time of 11 Eastern. Well, you, you can tell it was a rush mask. Rushed yeah. mask. Yeah, rushed match. 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 Yeah, Jesus. Take Peters, what are you saying? You can tell it wasn't planned that thoroughly because of what happened. Yeah, it was just fun to go start Yeah, it was almost Terry English? Terry Peters forgot how to English again. That would be you if you put like a few Union Jacks on your Twitter profile. Terry Gammon. Outrageous. <laughs> 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 oh, you need like a bulldog or something, don't you? Oh, God. oh Christ. What's going on today? Right. <laughs> Terry, Terry Peters is split personality disorder. <laughs> oh, Christ. One minute is Terry Fish, one minute is Terry Peters, and the other day is Bell Nation on YouTube and twitch.tv forward slash Bell Nation. Yeah. It becomes wow. Terry Bottle and he gets fired every week. <laughs> Oh, oh my word! Outrageous! Yeah, that for seven minutes, Kane Undertaker. Um, uh, Meltzer yeah. gave it half. Yeah, nothing happened. Did no. it? Did, I forgot to say as well in the the thong stinky face match, he gave it a dud. Dud. No, that was the dud. Not sure that should have been negatives. He gave it a dud. Yeah, okay, I, I would that, say that was less. So he thinks that's three stars there than Tower Doom. He thinks that's better than the Vampiro match in the archives. Sure. Yeah. That graveyard match or whatever it was. Yeah, did you spare that? I was like, was. Cut that out. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Of course, it's um, SummerSlam 2000, so we go backstage to see Stephanie McMahon. She must have been in enough every segment. Yeah. McMahon has been in every segment, actually, hasn't it? The most selfish person in wrestling. So far. She invented women's wrestling now, so... Oh, yeah, she's an absolute saviour. You, you can see her inventing it back in the archives at Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. Kat Angle's got a, a mobile phone backstage. Um, he, he rings somebody. Triple H is with Stephanie. She gets a phone call. She obviously then says, oh, it's me mum. Linda's on the phone. <laughs> oh, Triple H says, go on, put her on, because that's exactly what you want to do. Right before a world title match. Want to speak I'm to a you, phone call. I'm a phone Talk call with your mother. Whoever wants to speak to the mother-in-law. Um, and then Peters, we ain't got time for you to get into all that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tower show. Yeah, you Triple H. Yeah, Triple H gets the phone, and whoever's on the other line of hung up. So, yeah, it's the acting as well. When he's going, hello, hello, <laughs> hello. I find Triple H hilarious, no matter what he does. That's weird. <laughs> Your mom just hung up on me. It was obviously as well before Linda got put in like some sort of comatose state or whatever she was. Oh, that's coming. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, Does that not happen? Was that not resume two thousand? No, it was X seven, wasn't it? X seven, yeah. Oh, she was in. She was in someone's corner. She Mick Foley's. Yeah. Mick Foley's corner for and some reason. She, yeah. she she rose out of a, a wheelchair, didn't she? Yeah. That was you, the you're after. interested um, to see what Mick Foley did after the year two thousand. Go back in the archives. Oh, nice. The best matches since Mick Foley's retired. God, it's all of all today, isn't it? Just go listen to every show. Tired. Yeah, yeah, retired and had about 55 matches after, wasn't he? 
had a, had a second career. Um, then also the video package of uh, Stephanie and Kurt Angle being just friends. This is the classic bit, Peter, as you alluded to earlier, where he's in an uncompromising position with a certain Tristratus. And you can see the reverse of that in the Raw 1000 episode, which we've also covered in the archives. In the archives, archives. oh, you love to see In the archives, fuck there's yes. A, there's a big vault going on today that we've cracked open. Oh, listen to yeah, those archives. Oh, okay. But you two didn't recognise that from War 1000, genuinely, did you? And I recognised it from this, that that was what it was re- alluding to. Oh. And it, you, you can listen to the archives when them two are clueless, and I know what I'm on about. <laughs> listen to the archives, me and Lou uh, have a live. Peter <laughs> just watches the same video every day. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> You're not a VHS player. Me? Yeah. Um, not anymore. Uh, oh, he's looking for one because he's got this uh, video that he wants to watch really bad. Naked Jaguar. Yeah. What, yeah. What video? What video? It's a naked jungle. We keep checking. If anybody out there has a video player that they're not doing out with, then contact us. I'll give you Lou's home address. <laughs> yeah. Send him it. Bonus episode will do it. Yeah, bonus episode yeah. of Lou reviewing Keith Chegwin's Naked Jungle. Yeah. Naked and around with Lou. When we're, you know, when we can all see each other again around this lockdown, that's the first thing we're watching. I am oh. not sitting in a room with well, you two you... on the same, probably the same city, but your house. Or my house. Watching, watching Naked Keith Chegwin. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what we do. Watching Keith Chegwin sausage float about. Sounds like you've already seen it, Peter. <laughs> very, uh, very descriptive, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's what we're going to watch. Sorry for everybody who, who, for the second time today, after Peter's already mentioned he had no clothes on earlier, yeah. it's just baffed, <laughs> thrown up. Same Peter's descriptive. That's the most descriptive you've ever been, and this is like, I don't know, episode 20 summer. <laughs> hey, that, that being the scene. Uh, reckon you could take Q Dragon with that. He's, He's dead. dead. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably still no, to be fair. Oh, I'll find out. You could, you, you could beat Les Dennis in the fight. Um, no, I don't mind Des- Les Dennis to be fair. Is he not dead? No, he's still alive. He's, He's a scouser as well, though. Only like, like, like Dennis, Les Dennis, like Dennis. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Yeah, Q Checker's, Checker's not treated for you, so we'll see, yeah. see if, we'll see if he replies. It's almost like he died on the 11th of December 2017. Rest in peace, Q Checker. We'll watch a video. We'll watch a video to, to celebrate your memory. Rest in peace, Q Checker. Moment of silence, Q Checker. The main event then, gang! That's <laughs> Triple H, that's The Rock. For the WWF World Championship. Uh, so The Rock is the champion here. Get Angle, Triple H, obviously, don't like each other. Uh, Angle comes out, starts with a, a promo, saying he's not going to apologise for being a rampant sex pest. Um, and he's damn you know, proud of it. Well, credit to him, you know, sticking to what he believes, because four years later, he's at it again. So, yeah, you know what I mean? Leopard don't change the spots. Don't be in a room alone with Cat Angle. <laughs> I guess this is what we can set from this. Yeah, it's storyline times. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Libel us again, isn't it? <laughs> Triple H comes out and interrupts the promo. They start fighting straight away. There's fighting. Triple H goes for a pedigree through the announce table. The table gives way before the pedigree. Oh. 
and Angle is legit knocked out. Uh, I wonder what was going to happen anyhow. I imagine the match was going to be very similar, but just Angle on the side. Yeah. I think when he comes back... I mean, first of all, why the hell was he allowed to come back out? Because concussions weren't a thing in this era. Well, yeah, that's true. like, what, two years after Mick Foley came back out and took another chair shot? Yeah, that's that's (laughs) true. But, I mean, like you say, you look at it now and you think, Jesus Christ. But I think that's when he came back out would be when he probably got back into the match anyway. Yeah, maybe. But apparently he doesn't remember any of the match. I am surprised. Steph had to shout, you know, when to trip the rock up. And, a, and I think Triple H had to tell him when to put him into the ring steps. Well, I think obviously something went awry because uh, when Steph comes out, she literally does not know what she's doing. She looks so out of place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know you're thinking it's a triple threat match. I haven't mentioned the rock yet. That's because he didn't come out until after all this has happened. Triple H goes to a sledgehammer, rock comes out. Angle's then stretched to the back. This is a man who's legitimately knocked out. Triple H then grabs the snitcher, <laughs> brings him back. The thing is, do you reckon that... twice for good measure? <laughs> do you reckon that he was meant to go out on a stretcher as as part of it originally? I don't know. But there's a bit where Triple H punches. Oh yeah, he does. He clocks him twice in the head. I, I don't know if El Hebner is the greatest actor of all time, or El Hebner's like, oh my god, you're going to kill him. <laughs> it could well have been that. Stephanie then comes out to see if Angle's all right. I mean. There was wrestling going on in this, but you you, you wouldn't know, would you? you can't, can you remember any of the actual wrestling that went on in this match? No, it was all about the story, wasn't it? No, but all about the story. It, um, there was like two stories in one main event. Yeah, I mean... It, 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 it was weird that The Rock was just kind of like the same guy. He was, just yeah, there, he, wasn't he? He, he was like the sideline, wasn't he? He wasn't really featured any of it, was he? No, I don't know if it's been in the video package, but it was in, there was no in, mention of the Rock all the way through it. In the VT, it goes the focus is the Rock, the focus is the WWF Championship, doesn't it? When they're showing obviously Triple H and Kurt yeah. working together before they don't work together before, while Kurt's still being a raging sex pest. Um, then, like you say, it's weird for the Rock to be the actual sideline as a WWF cha- champion. And for them yeah. to have two two storylines, two major storylines linked into one. Do you think they made the card and thought, oh shit, we're going off for the Rock? Yeah, cause, so these two Kang and Triple H face each other at Unforgiven, don't they? Yeah. Yes. So it's like they just ran, it's like the built used in that match to build to this. Which I don't like when you do that with SummerSlam. Mm. SummerSlam be needs to be special. Like, yeah. I mean, it did have a TLC on it. Yeah, so I mean, it's a pretty good card. It's a pretty <laughs> good match, in fairness. But it's yeah. Just, yeah, it's a good I feel match. Like you need a bit more finality, I think, with SummerSlam sometimes. I feel, yeah. It, you need SummerSlam to be the start of your storylines and the end of some storylines, in my opinion. That brilliant towards WrestleMania to SummerSlam, don't you? Yeah, exactly, that's what I mean. So you need some closure on some storylines. I said this a week ago, but it's too close to WrestleMania. So Survivor Series should be the one, because that's the two halfway. That's I the half. I don't know. The start of this year, aren't they? Yeah. Building up to Big E versus Roman Reigns or WrestleMania. Are we? I, I've got a feeling yeah. there'll be a lot of fans who are disappointed. No, that's what's, hap- that's what's happening. There's going to be a lot of fans who are disappointed. No, it's going to happen. Big E-Mania. Yeah, I'm all for it, but it ain't going to happen. It is. It's going to be fucking Seamus or something. <laughs> <laughs> is it not going to be Seamus again? No, it's going to be. Big E's going to win one. Don't Keith Lee's going to win. Keith going to win the other. It's going to be great. Don't you dare be sour. Keith Lee, Royal Rumble winner. Is that what you're saying? I hope so. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, because okay. Big, e Big E needs to get screwed. And a winner yeah. 
Right, yeah. there we go. Yeah, it's enough. We're not, we're not current in the round. Unless it's in the bonus of SummerSlam, which yeah. is in the ad cap. So Shout out to Keith Lee for beating Maddie Art and cleaning about five minutes last night. That was good. Big lad, didn't he? Did he have his little vest on? Yeah, but he didn't have his... He had, like, normal shorts again. He's got rid of his skirt now, hasn't he? He's got rid of his skirt, yeah. So... I ain't got an issue wearing, with him wearing the vest. Just wear the way it wants. Yeah, it didn't match. It was weird. Mm. Big Keith, innit? Yeah. Anyway. Keith. Anyhow, back to the match. So... Angle's finally taken to the bar. Definitely gets involved in the match. Accidentally hits Triple H with the weakest belt shot I've ever seen in my life. Triple H then sends up to the bar. She's backstage telling Angle to help Triple H uh, win the title. She then drags him to the ring pretty much. Because he doesn't know where the hell he is, does he? Triple H is a pedigree on the rock. Angle breaks up the pin. Triple H then hits Stephanie. Angle hits Triple H. You, hang on. Triple H goes to hit Kurt and Kurt ducks down and then clocks Steffi. You just made it sound like he just turned around to give Steph a sucker punch. He does. Yeah, well, that's what the commentators were suggesting. Was it done on purpose? No. Oh, Jay had it there, didn't he? No. I think it was. No, controversial. Uh, no, I don't think he'll deck his wife on purpose. Right? <laughs> oh, she's right. Annoying bitch all over on this, isn't she? She's cheating on so him. It's uh, about your wife, isn't it? <laughs> she's, che- she's cheating on him and Kurt Angle. What do you so what? where am I? Triple H hits... Yeah, he's hit Stephanie on purpose. Um, Angle then hits Triple H with a sledgehammer. The Rock hits the people's elbow on Triple H. And The Rock wins 20 minutes. They did well considering Angle wasn't around. <laughs> yeah. You know what? To be fair, fair play to them both for being able to put on quite a coherent match with one person in absolute cuckoo land. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of rest around the ring. Obviously, probably keeping them in... Involved. It was a good main event, but The Rock didn't need to be there. No, but they need to get the title on the t- on the screen, didn't they? Yeah, and you can't. Because the um... there's no Austin for another month or so. Yeah, it's just uh... yeah, it's like they're spinning wheels with The Rock a bit, isn't it? Really, at this point. Yeah. What's he doing next? Next pay per view. It's just has it's a, like a film film film. Film. yeah with Benoit, Kane, and Undertaker. Yeah, just finding stuff to do. Yeah, but then after the match is finished, Angle uh, wants to prove he's a decent man, I guess. Um, Kidnap Stephanie. To <laughs> an unconscious Class. Stephanie, again. Yeah, with Triple H just lying in the ring. That's that's our closing shot. Angle walking back to the uh, to the backstage with an unconscious woman that is already forcing himself upon while she's unconscious. And he's knocked out. So. Good stuff. No classic. <laughs> Awesome. Bruce doesn't it? Yeah, what did Melissa get that? Probably like three, one star. Three and three quarters. Yeah. yeah. Which did about right, to be fair. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah, it wasn't the best match in the car, but it was it decent. It was very, very of its time, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it did what it needed to do, though, didn't it? It served a yeah. purpose. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a good story. I played all the way through it, really. It still sounds a bit weird, you know. I could do about the rock, like, you know, just grabbing Stephanie and trying to figure and, you know, stuff like that. I could do about now, these days. But um, us. yeah, and all that stuff. But yeah, I, mean, I guess if they're a heel, it's fine. You know, you have TV shows where you've got awful people. Like you're not condoning it. If you do a TV show about like a murder, you're yeah. not condoning. You're not condoning murder. So it, but I think when the good guy's doing it, yeah, or maybe not. Yeah, well, yeah, there's that all the way through. Yeah. They that weird area, don't they, where China was the good guy and she's low-blowing people. You know what I mean? Yeah, everyone loves it, yeah. Road Dog was, Road Dog was the good guy and he, he attacks X-Pac after the bell. Right, your Road Dog was just... People enjoyed Road Dog. It was a weird time, yeah. You're right. 
Yeah, there's no sack road dog on my no. Whatever the chant is. That was it then. What did we think of of uh, SummerSlam 2000? Tip is you give it a score out of 10, 6.5. Lou, what would you give it? <laughs> I probably enjoyed it. I'd give it a solid 8, I think, out of 10. I'd, I'd give it a solid 8 as well. Good. Yeah, not a 6.5, Peter's. No, no, it's good. <laughs> this, this one's good, that's why. I'm never really, think. other than the expecting road dog match, it never really dragged. And there, was some, the, there were some other bad matches, but they didn't go on long enough for me to get bored. You know what I mean? And the, the Thong Stink first match. Yeah, but that was only like two minutes, wasn't it? Two yeah. minutes. That was only one minute yeah. less than the Road Dogs. I was going to say unoffensive. <laughs> that road, I swear to God, like, if you'd have asked me genuinely, I'd have said that I went for like eight minutes or something. That match. Four minutes. Yeah. That was a long four minutes. It's <laughs> very, very, very long four minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I would probably give it an eight as well. It was good. There was Pretty. some pretty bad bits in it. It was not as good as I remember, but the good matches in it were really, really good. I thought I did not care for the China match at all. No, I, no, I didn't mind it. I thought it was a good story. No. You're wrong. Mm-hmm. It? Speaking of good story then, oh. next week. Yes. <laughs> War Games! Two thousands. Oh. We're yes. going to Nitro. The first Nitro that we're covering. Okay. Oh, yes. of September 2000. With the war games, Lou, uh, you're obviously happy about this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Is it's this the best war games ever? No, it's the worst. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. It's not even in the proper war games ring. It's in a triple cage. I hate you. And it's a, it's like a four on four match. I think it becomes like six on four by the end. Of for course. the title. <laughs> oh, so, so it is like the, the, the Intercontinental match then, where it doesn't make any sense. I'm going to love Oh, it. it makes less sense than that because the title's at the top of the cage. And, you know, first person to get the title. Do they win it? No, you got to leave. So it's like capture the flag, but with the weather with the title. So you might as well just, you should just let someone go get it first, don't you? Well, then what's the point yeah, in like going these, to get it? Well, that's the, that's the, all these questions will be answered next week. On I hate you. I absolutely hate you. Uh, it's going to be awesome. The first match, I think, is the Insane Clown Posse. The rappers. And oh, um, fighting for the Tag Team Championships. So it's good stuff. Oh. <laughs> oh, love it then. Yeah. Uh, what have we got the week after us? What have we got? Week after that, we're going back uh, 24 years. Quick to... man. Yeah, quick man. I had to do that because I'm pretty sure Lucy it was the 25th anniversary before it was recorded. No, it's the 25th anniversary wrestling around. It's 25th episode. Oh, right. That's what I mean. No, so, we're back. Back. so we're going Look. back to 1996 WCW. That's right. Ball Two weeks. Two weeks of WCW and a bloody raw. Two weeks, two war games. So in full oh, NWO versus WCW. Peter, you like 96 WCW? Yeah, I think, I think my soul has just left my body the thought of having to cover WCW twice. <laughs> oh, it's going to be good. I hate you. And the good thing is, like, WCW's peak years were 97, 98. We're doing 96 and 2000. <laughs> Get in. 96, though, was peak NWO, awesome. wasn't it? Beginning yeah. of NWO. Yeah, NWO. Oh. Oh. It's the start of a, a year-long storyline. Fair, Peters. If all like um, everything comes to fruition, like we think it will, you'll probably be unconscious because Taz has chucked you out. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. I'll have to do it. Well, I'll, 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 I'll be in my ear again. You'll, be, you'll miss next week, and then you'll recover, and then John Favreau will kick you in the head. <laughs> so basically, what we're saying is, the next time I'll wake up with you about Unforgiven 2000 at the end of September, which was my pick. Yeah, well, there we go. And oh, unless gonna... Steve Blackman comes and beats you up then. There's a lot of lot of things happening to you. You might you might run out of weeks. Definitely, <laughs> I could be a brass for all we know that because she's been tweeting as well. So. She'd be a good straight away. A lot of Twitter challenges gone out. 
this week see, and rest around. See if anyway, if you don't reply, it means you're scared. Yeah, followers <laughs> that rest around to see you with calling out. You've yeah. destroyed Silstro. Follow us all on on the, the old Facebook, Wrestling Around Pod. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WrestleRound, W-R-E-S Around. You can even find Lou occasionally live tweeting. Yes, but not for a while, because there's not a pay-per-view. So, I could do AEW next weekend, but I'll have to pay for it. I'll see how much it is. So, Think about it. so it's a mystery, so you better just follow us, just in case. See, see if I'm there. See, see if, if I'm there. not. YouTube, Wrestling Around, we're on there. Um... Email us if you've got a suggestion for an upcoming show that you want us to cover that's not Battle Royale at the Albert Hall. <laughs> sure, we might do that. We're not doing that. We won't do that. <laughs> we could. We're not doing it. Um, then send us, a, send us an email at wrestlingaroundoutlook.com. You can find us uh, everywhere. Leave us a five star review and all that. If you want to see Terry Peters. What was it? Get put through a table or something? Oh, it's, it's, it's oh, there's all sorts of shenanigans in there after today. Basically, if you want to see two Peters get beat up, then give us a five-star review. <laughs> you don't want to see that. Terry Peters, where can we find you on social media? As I've alluded to, on YouTube at Bell Nation. You can find me, search for me. We'll play some football manager together. Twitch.tv forward slash Bell Nation. Um, oh, hang on te- a minute. Where was, where was the stream this Friday? Oh, it was on Saturday instead. Saturday. I tuned in. I tuned in. And you got sat down Friday evening, got a popcorn, got a beer, put my feet up, time for some Bell Nation for manager. Why do I get nothing? Busy. Um, Bell Nation on Twitter. Busy. Terry Peters, oh. 2020. He was busy. Don't care about his fans. Loyal busy fans. Since. Terry busy Peters. Well. Terry Peters don't there. care. I was waiting. And at Tez Fish Pod and our Pod Pod at Tez Fish Pod and our old night on Instagram. <laughs> There we go. Lou, I can find you. Uh, Apart from waiting lonely on a Friday night, waiting for Terry yeah. Peters. That's yeah, we can, you can find me in the other end of Terry Peters Twitch stream. You can find me in the chat at twitch.tv forward slash Nation most of the time. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lou Macken. There we go. You can find me on Twitter as at the Ross M. That's it for this week then. Summer Slam. Yeah, w- say goodbye to WWF, Terry Peters, because we've got a lot of WCW coming up. <laughs> goodbye. We've had a good run of WWF, haven't we? Or WWE. Not long enough. Well, this is the last SummerSlam we'll do for a while. But so, it's been enjoyable. We've done four. What was your favourite SummerSlam? Let us know. 2000. Let us know what your favourite... Yeah, because you want to hear for 2020. <laughs> you probably don't know right in Let us know what your favourite SummerSlam was, if you've enjoyed SummerSlam season. Um, we're getting into War Games season, apparently. Yes. War Games! War Games! So everyone enjoy that. So thank you, Lou. Thank you, Terry. Thank you. Thank you. And we shall see you all next week for War Games on Nitro. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.